faces Are the same that burn crosses Some of those that work forces Are the same that burn crosses Some of those that work forces Are the same that burn crosses Some of those that work forces Are the same that burn crosses
<laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. If Earth is the third planet from the sun, doesn't that mean that every country is a third world country? Light bulbs were such a good idea, they became the symbol for a good idea. Lawyers hope you get sued. Doctors hope you get sick. Cops hope you're a criminal. Mechanics hope you have car trouble. But only a thief wishes you prosperity. Good Monday morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Hopefully you're having a great morning so far and don't live anywhere near Southern California where we have team coverage. Oh, this is terrible music. No, give me better weather music. Come on. No. Oh, the weather channel music's terrible. Oh, come on now. I need some coverage alerts. I mean, how about this? There we go. That's what it sounds like right now. By the way, I had a friend, my buddy Julian, Julian Delgadio, who uh, works in San Diego, a news station. He's a sports guy. They gave him, like, waiters. First time I've ever seen a reporter out in waiters. Oh, man, the storm, Hurricane Hillary. Updates. Uh, right now, they, they're saying only three people died. Uh, they were in Mexico after a family of five was swept out to sea, all being ruled suicides. Now, 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 now look, look here, look here. Am I making fun of Southern California? A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I got to say a little bit because I saw the coverage of it, and I got to say, was it a hurricane? Sure, sure. It was bad. It was it was windy. I mean, by the time it made landfall, it was a tropical storm. Now it's just a big storm. And they're getting a lot of rain. They're getting a lot of rain. A lot of bums are being washed off the streets, which that's good. It's a lot of great memes. All this rain means the, the streets of, of L.A. will be clean of poop. So, they, they, I, mean, I mean, Hillary kind of did a good job there. But let's just relax a little bit. Okay, okay. I mean, this wasn't like, you know, Harvey or Katrina or anything like that. It's bad. It's bad. Thoughts and prayers going out to all those people. Um, but, you know, just, uh, just settle down a little bit. It, 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 it's rain. It, it's bad. It's it's mud falls. It's it, 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 okay. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. You had your little hurricane. We're all paying attention to you again. V. Coop, what's up, brother? Oh, it's wonderful Monday. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. What can I do for you? Oh, I just got a got a gripe here for a second, but okay. before I do, I just want to say that Hurricane Hillary is just further proof that Hillary doesn't blow. <laughs> very, very true. I mean, I, I was watching. I, I I even like switched from the Ranger game since they decided to suck this weekend. And I was, I'm trying to watch coverage, and they don't have really, hardly have anybody out there. The Weather Channel was just like, yeah, it's okay. I'm like, fuck, come on, man. It's hurricane season. Yeah, and they, they really need to get on the coverage. Like, at least have some of the people coming over the border. Like, throw them a microphone. Yeah. Give them a camera. I'm sure yeah. they know how to, how to work out. Give another one a lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> how was the can... swim? 
I mean, was the swim a little more dangerous today, L.O.? I mean, you, you got to end everything with O, you know, just so they, they understand you're talking to them. Oh, yeah. And then they're going to – it's like at the Olympics. They got they got their swim team and they got their run team, and their run team's <laughs> going to be like, man, it, it was tough out there today. Like, we were, we were not expecting – to, that we were going to have to swim that one. Yeah, it was a tough one today. Oh, man, yeah, but, you know, we persevered. Like, yeah, it would be like, you know, we, we lost Manuel. And to be like, that was Miguel. Nick. Who cares? Yeah we, yeah, we got another one. Yeah, you're, by you're, the way, it was suicide. Hurricane Hillary, it was suicide. Oh, yeah, exactly. Definitely exactly. suicide. Yeah, he, he swallowed, he intentionally swallowed so much water. Yeah. <laughs> that along like, with all the bricks of cocaine that were in his system. Oh, Hunter, come take care of that soon. He, <laughs> yeah, he, he would searching. suck. Yeah, he would suck ass cocaine out of a out of a corpse. <laughs> he would. He would totally do that. He would be. It would look like he's wearing zinc oxide on his nose, but it's all liquid cocaine. Oh, and then of course, if it were a if it were a dead four year old after he sucked out the coke, then uh, oh, Dad'd come by and be like, you know, "Just give me five minutes." <laughs> all right, B Coop. Oh. But I got to get on my gripe. Okay, yes, your gripe, sir. So this this weekend, uh, I have an older house. I was really trying to uh, spiff up the floors because with older houses, uh, hardwood floors, they do, they do need a little TLC from time to time. Sure. So I found this uh, Murphy's oil for hardwood floors, and I used it, and now. Uh, myself, my wife, my kids, my dogs are slipping and sliding all over the floor. So I took another look at this stuff and um, didn't realize that what I had bought was actually Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy oil. And that hardwood floors was actually just a euphemism for vagina. Oh, so now my God. I've got sex lube covering all of my floors, and it's a giant mess. So thank you, Mr. Lakes Tahoe. Oh, well, you're going to get to bitch you, Joe Murphy, because he's going to be on today's show. We have to, we are going over Down With Love today. The, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, the new show on Netflix that's sweeping the world. And, and we're going to talk about that, and then there was an incident in the Patriots-Packers game that we're going to talk about. But yes, yes, indeed, we are going to be talking to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. By the way, have you seen the video? Of the Asian lady who tries peanut butter and jelly for the first time? No. So she gets two pieces of bread, and it, it's broken English. Mage would understand it perfectly. Uh, I'll try to find the video that was sent to me. But it shows her she gets two pieces of, of wheat bread because she wants to be healthy. Then she pours some Jif on there, and the jelly she used? KY jelly. Well, uh, it, it, by the way, the looks, it, it, I guess KY doesn't taste that well. So No, but it does help it go down easier. It does. It, it smoothed that ride down there. All right, B. Coop, I will talk to you soon, my friend. All righty. See you, buddy. Uh, good morning, everybody. Look at that. B. Coop starting the week off on fire. Let's say some good mornings. Let's start this goddamn show, shall we? We got a lot to get to. Yes, Joe Murphy is going to be here. First one here today, Hangtown Jen. You know I don't speak Spanish. Whoa! She says Mondays don't suck when I'm here. Oh, I'm sorry. Swoosh was first one here. My bad. My bad. I was so excited. I saw, I, I, I saw Jen there, but but Swoosh was first one here. <laughs> says morning ass family. Mondays suck. Then Hangtown Jen says Mondays don't suck when I'm here. Morning ass. Well, good morning to you. 
Uh, gold. Hey, yo. He says, blah, Monday morning. Glad I got you, Arnie, and ass. Well, you got me all morning long, my friend. It's t-shirt time? It is. Well, kind of well I don't have a t-shirt, but... It's T-Shirt Time! Rhino says, morning assholes. I second that swoosh. Rhino, I hope that you had a wonderful weekend uh, this weekend. Uh, I know that you are working, busy, very, very hard-working man. 4T5Printing.com. Check it out. Check it out. Ass family. 20% off in the code. Colin! Good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you are doing well. Adam J. I actually checked on Adam J. yesterday. Adam J., uh, he's living down in Mexico, and he had to go through Hillary. Uh, He says, Buenos dias, Arnie and Asamigos. Good vibes going out to you. I know that he is open for business today uh, because daddy built in concrete, he says. There's hockey player 88. Now, that's the one I've been waiting for. See, that was supposed to be Collins' music. There we go, hockey player. There we go. All right, now now I've got it. Now I've got it. I figured it out. Colin, I'm still working on yours. Jesus Christ. I I, I mean, there's so much going on during this show. You, you, You don't even understand. House of Pain says, good morning, ass family. Drive safe out there with all the rain everywhere. Yeah, I guess it's raining on y'all's neck of the woods. The, 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 the weather people will be happy to tell you it's been like 62 days since we've had any rain here. Which, by the way, don't really fucking care about. Please be a fart. Good Darren, because fall's Please right around the corner. Be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Good morning, ass family. Time to get this week started with some ass in Dr. State's Chazman. It's Enrico Palazzo. Says, morning, ass family. Another fucking Monday. Too bad retirement is not an option yet. Have the best possible day, everyone. You too, my friend. Derek. Becca. Becca. He says, good morning, ass family. Becca. What a kick-ass weekend. We ended up on the Rubicon Trail. Had so much fun. And now, boo, Monday. Yes, indeed. Boo. Becca. uh, Monday. Amanda oh, says, good morning, family. Back from a wet weekend in Tahoe. Went and saw Darius Rucker. Uh, rained most of the show, but it was great. He put on a great show. Definitely worth when he comes around. I've heard he puts on a pretty good show. He should have done Purple Rain. That would have been kick-ass. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Battleborn in Nebraska says, good morning, Dr. States and ass family. I'm back for a while. Bridge work bites. I've got three weeks of shows to catch up on starting after today's show. Indeed you do. Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. I woke up yesterday and watched the local LA news. It was pure entertainment. They were losing their minds over this hurricane. I swear the word catastrophic eight times in an hour I watched. Obviously, they had to keep everybody scared. Well, that's what they do. That's what, and, and they do it so well. I mean. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. Hey, you ever accidentally masturbate to young pictures of your mom? No, what is wrong with you? We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Cowboys girl says, good morning, ass family. Survived camping in bear country through a storm to hear about another, uh, uh, another ass. Let's go. Yes, well, you did. You definitely did that. V Coop not only called, but... I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh Mm Uh-huh. He says, I bought some dry rub inspired by this song called Grilling in the Name of... 
Dun dun dun. Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. House Spain says, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me except take the vax and abide by all mandates. Rage for the machine. Uh, and the Monday morning business begins. We'll check in later. Have a great day, y'all. Well, you too, my friend. Fred! Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. That is very, very true. Fred, I hope that you're doing well this morning. Ralphie! Like a pink nightmare. Good morning, ass family, she says. Chazman says, Hillary is bad, okay? Y'all need to worry about next month. This is uh, uh, the El, El Nino story. Storms that usually fuck our shit up in Baja. Yeah. Oh, we got fall. See, this is why I'm not worried. I got fall. We were expecting a lot of hurricanes. Hurricanes roll through Texas. Texas is going to get a ton of water. Then we're going to get all the weather people who spend all summer going, oh, my God, it's so hot. Oh, my God, it's so hot. Heat advisory. Heat advisory. Heat advisory. If you leave your kid in a car, this is what you should do. And teach your kids to honk if they ever become stuck in a car. Bunch of kids walking around honking. That's just weird. Swoosh says, my boys in San Diego and Pasadena said the people were buying up toilet paper and food like it was COVID or something. Oh, it doesn't surprise me. Ogre! Buenos dias, amigo! Adam J says, how great would it be if Jislene died last night? Oh, that'd be great. Hunter would blow Colombian hippos just to get cocaine jizz. He would. Uh, I was second. Yes, you're. Uh, you are. You are. Uh, my bad. My bad. I, I fixed it though. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Just a great guy and really uh, very very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. I do. And I do. really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Uh, good. Uh, you're out. Says good morning, y'all. Oh, what a glorious night of rain it was. And more today. I love a day with a goddamn sun. Uh, we need this break. Uh, you're you're out. I'm surprised you're talking to me with what the Rangers did this weekend. We got swept by the Brewers. We got swept at home by the Brewers. We got swept at home by the Brewers. I was not happy. Not happy about that at all. Uh, daughters in Pasadena keep me updated about how dumb people are down there. She was disappointed with the lack of weather. Thought her first hurricane would be more exciting. Yeah, usually they pretty much are. I mean, I've been through a, a big hurricane on Padre Island, it, it was pretty good. Been through tornadoes, been through earthquakes. By the way, by the way, if the if the 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 the, the Hurricane Hillary wasn't bad enough, a 5.0 earthquake hit Ojai yesterday, which is north of LA. So those people, they they were probably looking at their Bibles, going, "Boy, did I really fuck up? We got hurricanes and earthquakes happening. We better get our ass to church." Uh, College Station, did I play it? The stars there it is. Night, a big and bright. <laughs> Hope that you're doing well. It says, good morning, ass nation. The Eagles are the Eagles. Yes, they are. And we are only 12 days away from college football season. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Steph says, good morning. I had the pleasure of meeting Timmy and Nicole this weekend. Holy shit, they're absolutely wonderful. Can't say enough good things about those two family members. They are the salt of the earth, as you are too, Steph. Hope that you are doing well this morning. Cowboys Girl says, Derek, we backpack in the back of Loon. Whatever. Uh, you're backpacking. Okay, great. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, you're right, Steph. Tim and Nicole are salt of the earth. Whitewashed in the house. Whitewashed, I took care of you. I took care of you. 
quite lightning. There it is. Whitewash, good morning to you. Uh, <laughs> hope that you are doing good and had a good weekend as well. Oski! Wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breast milk so good. Mm-hmm. Says good morning, ass family. The hurricane is deadlier in the ring than Hillary is on land. Yes. Um... Let's see. Oh, 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 before we go any further, we got to say another awesome, great good morning to our main man. You fucking whore. Christopher. Yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. Christopher, Christopher, Christopher. Wow. Look at you. Look at you, Christopher, going to a sneak peek premiere. Sneak peek premiere. It's tough to say with dentures. Sneak peek premiere. Went and saw the new Liam Neeson movie, Retribution, which doesn't come out for another four days. Four days? And he's already got the review up. Bam! That's how Christopher rolls. Christopher walks into the theater, just sets his nuts out there and says, I want to see this movie. Bam! That shit happened. Christopher, you're the man. Timmy and Nicole, the epitome of the ass family, two great folks. Very, very, very true. Mage! Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Round here, we speak American, okay, bud? There you go, Mage. He says, good morning, ass AIG. Honk, honk. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Time to start, I guess. All right. I'll start. Let's see. What am I starting with? Hurricane Hillary. I did that one. Maui officials. Uh, Zach says it's okay, Arnie. The Rangers will be in the ALCS. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, when someone tried to sit next to Chris Reese, he said, this seat is taken. <laughs> I get it. Taken. Uh, go hide under the bed. They won't look there. Fuck, they look there. Maui wildfire deaths, tolls to uh, locals are claiming it's 480 people so far. Hawaiian morgues are running out of body bags. Survivors are left to recover the charred remains of their loved ones. I heard a terrible story about a kid who was found in his bedroom. Charred remains, and I believe it was his birthday. Something strange is happening. Uh, I've seen uh, a bunch of people have sent me some stories about this Maui thing, and I'm not getting my, con- you know, uh, my conspiracy theory uh, going yet on it. But there are some strange things happening. I don't know why FEMA is blocking a bunch of the, uh, the goods that people are supposed to be getting. I don't know that. There's a story. There's a man talking about how police were blocking the roads, not letting people out. Also, there's a story about the guy who's in charge of Hawaii's water who didn't release it for a few hours and last year was talking about how water should be given out based on equity, which I don't even know what that fucking means. Lots of strange shit happening with those wildfires out there. Very, very strange stuff. I'll keep my eye on it, but it, since it's in Hawaii, it's going to be passed over. We're never, ever going to get to... Look, look, I do these stories, so hopefully you guys can maybe look into it as well and find out more if it interests you or not. Because there are a lot of things that we're never going to get the truth on. 
I mean, I've given up on. I, I'm watching TV the other night, and they have this movie called Parkland on, and it's when JFK got shot in Dallas, and he died. You know, they they pronounced him dead at Parkland, and it was just a whole mess and all that kind of stuff. I want you to think about that. That's been over fifty years. Oh, over sixty years. Sixty years since that happened. Sixty years since JFK, and we still don't really know the truth. We have our theories, we have our ideas about what happened, that Lee Harvey was an, uh, uh, a lone shooter or he was a patsy, people on the grassy knoll, all this, this is a Bruder film. We still don't know. With all the information and all the technology, the, the, see, this is where you have to pull yourself back and you go, wait a second. With all this information all the technology we have today, we can pretty much figure out who shot JFK. We're never going to get the truth about COVID. Never, ever going to get the truth about COVID. We're not going to get the list. And, and, and I hate to be a Debbie Downer on a Monday. I still broadcast in hopes that we do get something uh, of this. It will take a truly disgruntled, and, and don't, don't, don't think I'm being chauvinist here. I think it will be a jaded lover that finally exposes the truth on ex, uh, Epstein. And I think it will be a woman. Because women are that badass. Women will let that shit go. But I don't think we're ever going to get the truth about Epstein. And as far as the 2024 election goes, isn't it funny how much stuff we're lied about to now? The big conspiracy is a military energy weapon went off. Ooh, that's very interesting. Oprah did it. She'll own the whole island soon. I don't think if Hawaiians have anything to say with it, swoosh, I think they're going to put a, a stop to that. Big Coop says, wait until Kamala says they don't need water because they're an island surrounded by water. What are we being distracted from? Chaz, man, that's the best, that's the best question to ask all the time. Um, I got to say, it's still the whole, uh, what are we be? we're distracted because Joe Biden's a fucking idiot. We're sending billions upon billions of dollars. Once again, I'm not going to get into the Ukraine war. I, I don't care. But why is it that we're funding so much of the Ukraine war, but we're giving $700 to residents in, in Hawaii? Look, you can be a proponent of, of, of humanity and say, hey, we got to be there to help Ukraine. Okay, I can live with that. But when your own citizens are burnt to a crisp and we're offering them, 700 bucks. Hey, you lost both your cars, your wife, your children, and your home. Here's $700. That's that's the fucking that's the Sanford that's rice aroni at the end of the fucking price is right. That's a parting gift. I don't want that shit. $700. Distracted from how Biden is ending the cases against Hunter. That could be it. I mean, they've, the Department of Justice dropped the tax case against him. He literally did not pay 10 years worth of taxes, accruing millions upon millions of dollars, and they dropped it. Willie Nelson and fucking uh, Wesley Snipes are not happy this morning. Uh, speaking of wildfires here in the state of Washington, it's quite smoky outside. It's like being at home in NorCal just waiting for PG&E to cut the power for safety. Yeah. 
Is that from all the Canadian wildfires, eh? I don't know. Look, look, my distraction starts in, in 12 days when college football season starts. I, I'm so pumped up. I'm so juiced for fucking college football. It's unbelievable. I keep seeing all these great stories about the Longhorns, and, and I have to know in my heart that I don't know if this is the year. Next year is definitely that. Next year is definitely a championship year. This year, I don't know. I just don't want to go out and lose like five games and be the same Texas team we've been. I'm worried. I'm nervous. I'm scared. Scared. Now I I need some help from from the smart people on the show. That's pretty much everybody except me. Um, because Donald Trump is having to go to the Fulton County Jail along with his 18 other co-defenders, turn themselves in, plead not guilty, get mug shots, get all that rigmarole. Um, I heard something over the weekend, and I need y'all's help to see if this is true. I, I didn't look it up because every time I, I went to look it up, I got distracted by something. Sorry. Sorry. It's, a, it, it, it's, it's what happens. Uh, seems like 700 is an awful arbitrary amount. Didn't they give more for COVID funds? Like, these people lost everything. $700, the, yet the threat of a pandemic and possibly not working for a while necessitates a payout of three times the fire payout. Yeah, Jen, I don't know where they came up with that number. It's a terrible number, and it's not even for all the citizens. It's just for the ones affected. So he's got to turn himself into the Fulton County Jail. So this is where I need your help. I heard an interesting take on Donald Trump going to prison. They're saying Donald Trump ain't going to no prison. Because where would Secret Service stay? You see, as the President of the United States, you are guaranteed. Now, you don't always have to take it, but most presidents do. I I think there's only been one, maybe two, that didn't take the uh, security after they were president. But you are given Secret Service for the rest of your life. You're a former president. You still get briefings. You still get updates. I don't know if Donald Trump's getting anything, but presidents usually do. Um, and he has Secret Service. So if he gets locked up, do, do, does the Secret Service guy go, well, I'll volunteer to be put in prison? I mean, does the Secret Service guy stop the rapings from happening? I can just see Trump with a mohawk, teardrop tattoos, and lifting weights in the yard with the Aryan Nation. Ah, there's some good people over here. But is, is that real? I mean... Well, it seems if convicted of a crime, some of your presidential liberties are taken away, like the Secret Service detail. I don't think so. I don't. I. I. I let, let's see. Let, let me. Let me Google this. Let, let me Google. This is which I'm supposed to do all weekend. Um, if a former president is convicted of crime and sentenced to jail. What happens to his secret service detail? Uh, let's see. What a former president, if he went into prison. Uh, let's see. Especially, uh, 
Yes, barring an act of Congress, the responsibility of the Secret Service to protect a former president or first lady would not disappear because that person has been convicted of a crime. This has never happened, though. Any potential details of such an arrangement are mysterious even to the Secret Service. So, well, if I'm on Donald Trump's fucking team, if I'm on his, I'm like, I quit. I'm out. I do not want to go to jail. Trump would be put in home arrest most likely. Uh, no way he would ever go into a prison. His lunatic followers would start rioting and go on shooting sprees and really start a revolt. It wouldn't work, but it would be violent and remove even more rights in the nation. So it's good to know that he doesn't lose his Secret Service. Shit, he's got his own gang right there. I mean, that'd be badass. Fuck, if, I, if I'm Trump, I want to go in. If I got my whole Secret Service detail with me, I'm going in. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be taking over the cocaine trade. Pills, whatever. I'll be selling ass in there, too. They'd put him in a white-collar prison, a.k.a. resort or house arrest. We aren't lunatics. We're patriots. Uh, what a shit detail that is. Cellmate of Trump, just awful. I'd be awesome. Hell yeah, that'd be, if I was Donald Trump's cellmate, shit. I know I'm protected. I got Secret Service standing out the door, and they're badass. Well, they can't find, well, that that group might be. The new group ain't that good because they can't find cocaine. But I got a story about that next. I'd be ordering a special mattress, a TV, my own food brought in. I mean, I'm working it, not in prison. Oh, man. Really sounds like someone watches a lot of CNN. Hmm. Uh, I think if you went to jail, think Goodfellas, their own little separate area from everyone. See, I would think that I think Trump would just go in right in the middle of the yard. So do, do you think the Secret Service agents can carry guns in there? Boy, that makes prison a whole lot better. I'm ready to see the 60 days in with Trump. Trump isn't going to jail. Convicted Supreme Court will throw it out in 10 minutes. I'm not talking about the middle magnet flag waivers. I mean the real nut bars. There was a guy they had on last night because I like to party sometimes. I had 60 minutes on. And, by the way, there was nothing else on TV. Come on, football season. you got to start. Um, and they had this fella that uh, is gone into hiding because he was there. I can't think of his name. Hold on a second. Let me let me see if I can get this guy's name. Um, sixty minutes. Uh, there we go. August twenty twenty three. Ray Epps. They had this fella Ray Epps on last night. Ray Epps was a, a big Trump supporter was part of the whole January 6th thing, and they've got him all over the tape saying, we're going in the Capitol. Now, I do know some people that were there on January 6th. I'm not going to out who it is. And they, and I, I, I know quite a few people that were there. And they didn't go into the building. They were, they were a part of the... Um, the actual peaceful protest that happened when Trump was speaking. And then while Trump was speaking, Ray Epps and a group of his um, 
his followers. And, and Rhino, it was you and your wife, you were there. I, I know a few other people that were there. And they've told me the same accounts that you've told uh, about what happened that day. Ray Epps is there saying, let's go in. We're going in the Capitol. And then he'd take a, 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 like a, a, a two or three second pause and he goes, peacefully. And then the other thing that, that I saw was this Ray Epps guy, and he went up to one of the barricades, one of the first barricades that got pushed over. And there was a young fella, and he grabbed the young fella by the side and whispered in his ear and then went away. And then two seconds later, they pushed the barricade over, and they heard a female cop. So, and Ray Epps is trying to talk about how he's anti-Donald Trump now and how he didn't do any part of that, and this is why he's in hiding Seems like somebody that ramped up a whole crowd, and he says, oh, no, I I don't work for the federal government, and that's what the thing is. And I have to say that uh, Ray Epps tried to get us to go to the Capitol. We started Fed chant. Nice. Um, You know, I was telling you we're never, ever going to know. That's the other one. I think if we ever find out anything, it will be more more or less a January 6th thing. I want you to think about that. Since COVID, how much has been hidden from us? Now, if you want to blame Donald Trump for COVID, okay. We can sit and have that discussion. But the aftermath, we know a lot about what happened with COVID, but the gain of function research, all that kind of stuff. You know how we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, Get Anthony Fauci on lying to Congress and all that kind of bullshit. Still don't have that. The election. Still don't have any stories on that. Oh, we're, we're supposed to believe it was an up and up election that Joe Biden. I mean, this is this is the most. This part has to be the most egregious part. You're telling me. And, and this is what the narrative has to be. You're telling me that 81 million Americans hated Donald Trump so much that they voted for Joe Biden? Maybe not all 81 million. Maybe there were some Democrats that were in there that voted along party lines. Of course they do. Joe Biden will go down as probably the most incompetent and worst president ever. And that's saying something because he's got Jimmy Carter to go up against, for Christ's sake. Most crooked politician we've ever seen. And somehow he garnered 81 million votes. More popular than the Messiah Barack Hussein Obama, who, by the way, also on that list of bad presidents. W is on that list of bad presidents, even though I still like him. I still like W because he owned the Rangers. All the indictments are probably because Trump is saying, fuck it, get in, let's get info out, burn them all. I hope so. Sanchez family says he's a Fed. Uh, FBI put out a warrant, instantly went away. They couldn't find you. You were never arrested while people who didn't even show up are rotting in a jail cell. Yeah, not the FBI. Yeah, I mean, they found a guy in Wiley, Texas. 
I go on all day. Was there morons that caught up? Yes, at least they didn't burn down billions of dollars worth of property in our city. Summer of love and mostly peaceful protest. There's another one. There is another one. Douglas! Screw your freedom. I didn't watch much of the Ray Epps thing because I'm sitting there watching it, and the the, the 60 Minutes correspondent has asked him questions, and he's just giving these fucking blase qu- answers. Nope, wasn't me. Nope, didn't do that. I'm like, really? You, you don't want to expand on that at all, sir? I think there was a lot of hoot nannies going on during that. I think uh, I, I think they knew exactly what they were doing. Did you see Fox Mulder Dana Scully at the Capitol? <laughs> now, speaking of our current president, now everybody sit down. Everybody, everybody, look, look, look. Unless you you have to stand or something. Uh, but this is this, this is the most Golly. moment I've had in a long time. You ready for the headline? Hunter Biden stayed at the White House for two weeks after agreeing to since collapsed plea deal the same time that cocaine was found on the premises. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Wait, what? Are you telling me that when Hunter Biden was in the White House and he stayed there for two weeks and this mysterious... Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> this mysterious... Cocaine. ...shows up and they have no idea whose it is. Now, come on. Come on. See, see, I'm going to be mad tonight, and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to be mad tonight. I got wrestling on tonight. <clears throat> see, I miss the, the days, uh, and, and it's funny because I see Rhino's name on it. I sent him a shirt idea. It, it is a shirt that I really hope that he pulls off, and I know he will because he and his wife, Jamie, are fucking awesome. Uh, it's a great, like, it, it, it's a, uh, an artist rendering of a match between Abdullah the Butcher and Bruiser Brody. Abdullah the Butcher and Bruiser Brody had the bloodiest matches, and you didn't even need a cage. But growing up, and I know I've said this a lot on the show, growing up, when you saw a cage match, you knew you were going to get some color, meaning you were going to get somebody busted open. It's a cage match. And I will go ahead and say it right now, the two greatest cage matches of all time. Number one, Undertaker Mankind, Hell in a Cell, where Undertaker throws Mankind off the top of the cell. Fucking amazing. Both guys busted up. Uh, I will, buddy. Getting ready for an event this week and have some things sent to you later this week. Kick ass. Yeah, I'm working on my hat for you. I found that. By the way, the Sharpie is working okay. I'm waiting on a Marks-a-Lot that's been lost somewhere. And Marks-a-Lot's a little darker. So I'm, I'm getting the hat ready for you to send to you, my friend. That Jamie can do this amazing stitch work on. The other great match in the cage happened on December 25th. She tried the Sharpie thing. Looks like she, well, that's why I'm here and I'm magnificent. 
Um, see, that, and that's why I have to wait for the, the marks a lot to get here. Um, the other one, December 25th, 1982, started the Freebirds, Von Erich's, uh, and, and, and it's when Terry Gordy slammed the cage door in Kerry's face, Kerry Von Erich's face against Ric Flair. One of the bloodiest matches I've ever seen. But see, I'm going to be mad tonight because, once again, my intelligence is being insulted. We got Becky Lynch, we got Trish Stratus in a Hell in a Cell match. I know neither one of them gals are going to bleed, at least not from the face. I don't know what time of the month it is for them. But I ain't going to see no blood in that. What the hell good is a cage match with no blood? But once again, the insulting of the intelligence. Hunter Biden is staying in the White House. Cocaine is found in the White House. We don't know whose cocaine it is. Just come out and say it, for God's sakes. I got a story coming up next about Bud Light and Budweiser. You know the, the family, the, the Bush family, is trying to buy Budweiser back? Billy Bush, no, not the asshole who Donald Trump said he likes to grab pussies with, has made a serious offer to buy back Budweiser. He came out and finally said what everybody, what what the the CEO should have said months ago. Teaming with Dylan Mulvaney was a mistake. Our fault. But see, they want to insult your intelligence and say, no, 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 we have to, we have to do that. And it's maddening. Hang on, Genesis, it irritates me that they claim to not know who left the cocaine in the White House. I call bullshit. This is fucking item in America, the house of the country. We live in a more technology-advanced age, more security, more video cameras, DNA testing, yet they claim, oops, it was an accident left here. We just can't seem to find the owner. Not good enough. Just a stupid lie. Just come clean and find or reveal the owner. I hear you. Oh, I, I, I hear you. Um, but, but getting back to the bud thing, this is the thing that, that I just, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's because the way that we were and, and they said they know whose it is and Joe knows. Oh yeah. That's a, that there's a report out there that, that says the secret, but officially on the record, they still don't know whose it is. That's from several unofficial accounts that they went on the record with, but they didn't go on because they didn't name names. Of course they know whose it is. But I I, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's a different time in our country, but I know that a lot of us were raised this way, that we knew, and we learned this from an early age, we learned the punishment would be so much worse for us if we lied about it than if we just came out and told the truth. And even in my radio career, we had to own up for our mistakes. We doubled down once, and it cost us because, well, I didn't know we were doubling down on it. But I was willing, and, and I'll tell you when it was. It was the transgender thing. I was thrown under the bus. Because I said I'd throw a shoe at my son if he wanted to come and wear a dress to school. That's all I said. 
Next day I went in and I said, do you want to talk about this to a certain person on that show? And he pulled the scab back off his mouth. I said, no, you, what, do you want to apologize? I said, I don't want to apologize, but if I have to, I have to. I understand. I, I, I understand how the game is played. I don't think I said anything wrong. Well, sure enough. We doubled down, we were suspended for a week, and then we had to do an apology show where we owned up for it, which I was willing to do the next day. Uh, the family should have never been sold a, um, AB uh, to begin with, traitors. I, I hear you, College Station. Look, Budweiser not being owned by an Ameri- not being owned by the, the Bush family is kind of sacrilegious, but that's the way business works. Are you doubting the integrity of Joe Biden, the guy that accomplished all his goals? Because he will challenge you to tell him one thing he didn't do. You can check the polls, Jack. Let's see. What did Joe Biden not do? Let's see. um, I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. Why is that funny? And daddy owes you. Pedal faster! I can't go any faster! Where you going, kids? Hey, I just want to talk to you. Why don't you come over to my place for a glass of wine and a couple of fruit pies, and then we can go in the back room and play crazy snakes. When you and I talked last, we talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office, but, but a vaccinator. Yeah. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? But by, by a shot, sir. And by the way, you did have the vaccine, so you lied about that. How about this? Let me start off with two words. Made in America. Joe, that's three. That, that, that is actually three. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the hol- Holocaust. Sorry, got to take care of some uh, texting. Uh, what, what, what else we got? Um, um, we have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Uh, what? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. Eight percent. There's no T? There, there's no T on that? Did, did you learn that from? Corn Pop was a bad dude. He, he was. So the best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you... Uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. What? Huh? I saw a great video this weekend of uh, Larry Elder. Remember him? He's a black fellow that ran for, isn't Larry Elder the guy who ran for uh, governor of California? The black face of white supremacy? He was on this uh, radio show called uh, The Breakfast Club. Stars uh, this this guy named Charlemagne the God. By the way, he took the God from me. I did that first, Charlemagne. You're welcome. I was in radio before you were, son. Hey, but yeah, you you keep militant, brother. And you remember he was on with Joe Biden, and Joe Biden said, "Look, if you don't know, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black." And Larry Elder tore Charlemagne a new ass. He said, "How how dare you?" Let a man tell you that you aren't black because you aren't voting for him. Joe spells it ebonically. Stop that. With the technology we have now, can we actually have someone find Corn Pop and, in fact, check if he was a bad dude? I would love to see Corn Pop. I would love to see Corn Pop and his family. I'm sure Joe had him incarcerated a long time ago. 
Joe was like, yeah, you remember when you brought those those blades? And I had a chain jack. We talked it out. Then we had some 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 root beers and ice cream and some cocaine. I mean, I mean, I mean other stuff. Big Coop says, I was sent a text by someone campaigning for Congress who held a talk in an ice cream place where you could get a free milkshake. I responded, that's very Biden of you. I suppose you want me to bring my kids for you to sniff, too. You know, gone, I, I, I have to say this. Gone are the days of political candidates Y'all need to stop, okay? First thing, the the first rule, we need to impose a new set of rules when it comes to campaigning. First of all, if you have the all-fucking-dacity to roll up your sleeves, undo your tie a little bit, undo that top button, and say you're willing to work hard, you are definitely, you're kicked out of the race. You are so kicked out of the race. I am so tired of seeing candidates with sleeves rolled up. You motherfuckers haven't done an honest day's work in years. Number two, stop trying to get the kids involved. Kids don't vote. Leave kids the fuck alone. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Safety guy says good morning. First word I hear is cocaine. Cocaine them. Hey, man, we got we got to start the day off right. Cocaine them. But all this pandering, all this bullshit, all this, just own up to your mistakes. If you fuck up, you fuck up. And as long as you ain't got to go to a court and defend yourself, it's okay. You fucked up. Budweiser. Here, let, let me say this on behalf of at least some people in America. You fucked up. You fucked up bad. If you were willing to come out and, and you know, Billy Bush, the heir to the Budweiser fortune, it took somebody who isn't even in the company anymore to come out and tell what the truth was. Y'all fucked up. CEO of Target ain't come out and said, hey, we fucked up. CEO of Kohl's ain't come out and said, we fucked up. And what's happened? Their stock is fucking worthless. And I have it later about this song that's going on that I played last week. We'll talk about that in a little while. Y'all need to stop getting so upset at fucking songs. Just turn the fucking radio off. Where, 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 where is that? Hold on a second here. Let, let's do this real quick because I'm, I'm in this mood today. Uh, not moods like I was last week. Last week, last week we had some good shit. Um, liberal sites fume over rich men north of Richmond as a nefarious right-wing anthem. Regressive and gross. Then you know what you do? Don't listen to the song. This man, what's this fucking guy's name? Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony. He comes out, sings this song, and and by the way, this is why it's making its rounds. And I don't listen to the radio anymore, so I don't know if it's being played on country radio. I was asked this weekend about this song. And I said, this is what we would call Appalachian country music. 
very, very, um, very, very voice-driven, not a lot of instruments, very folksy. This is the definition of country music. Now, it's labeled as Americana due to the fact that shitbags run radio now. Country radio is not country music. To go from Kane Brown into Luke Bryan into Florida Georgia Line, that's not country music. Okay? But they label people like this fella, Tyler Childress, any new acts, they label them as Americana. Because if they labeled them as country and people heard it and people would go, wow, that's pretty fucking good. Why aren't we hearing this on country stations? Because all country stations are run by pop DJs now. Oh, that's right. The biggest country DJ in America right now is this fucking loser piece of shit named Bobby Bones. And he's based in Nashville. And he's awful. And he was a pop DJ that they stuck in Nashville. And all the music labels said, hey, you play this music, we'll give you every artist to come in. He became the even cleaner, more sanitized version of Howard Stern. But not talented. Not good at his job. And we're stuck with him here in Dallas. A few weeks ago, a couple months ago, driving around. And uh, the station that's been here, and I used to have the hat box still. My, my first black hat that I ever bought was uh, after my senior year. It was a $200 hat. Now, granted, I own a much more expensive hat now, thanks to Brad and Kid. But uh, it was like a 20X black felt hat. And I had it. I always kept it immaculate condition in my box, and I put a drawing of a flag on there, and I had stickers on there. It was 99.5 KPLX, Flex Your Plex. Well, now they've changed name and station to the Wolf. So I called him. I said, yeah, is this KPLX? He goes, oh, uh, maybe 20 years ago, because they were giving away tickets to Willie Nelson. And I, and, and, and I, didn't, I didn't stop the idiot. Because uh, you go, well, we're, we're the wolf. I, I, but their, their, their actual call letters are still KPLX. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. But they go by something else now. And he's listing off all these, before I called him, he listed off all these Willie Nelson songs, including this one. First of all, Willie Nelson would never sing that line right there, ever. Secondly, that's Merle fucking Haggard. And he said Willie Nelson did that song. I said, Willie Nelson's never done that song. I was like, you're a fucking idiot, and I just hung up on him. Why did I hang up on him? Because I could. That's why. But... You have these people that don't know the, the music, and they're running it. And now people are, are upset at this song. Oh, this song is a redneck anthem. So what? Donald! Donald! Don't play! Donald! 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 That's it! Says, good morning, ass family. Let's burn this week to the ground. Got that from Camp Buy Me Love. Boom, that one's good. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Oh, oh, that, oh wait, hold on a second. That's Scott. Wait. Uh, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. 
Uh, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. I've never heard of this Bobby Bones guy. I'm guessing he's what you refer to as a puker. No, he's not really a puker. He's just dog shit. <laughs> Pukers are the best, though. Hey, everybody. It's uh, <laughs> it's me, John Jones, here at 99.5 The Wolf. And, and they, they fake their voice. They make their voice so much deeper and so much more robust. Yeah, those are pukers. And those are the guys that always give you the, um, let's see, uh, 7.57, three minutes in front of eight. Weather and traffic on the nines. Hey, everybody, it's 57 minutes after seven, three minutes before eight. How you doing today? Weather and traffic coming up on the nines. That's a puker. So uh, my tip to all the liberal fucktards out there that hate the song Richmond, North of Richmond, don't play it. There you go. That's simple. Don't play it. Don't listen to it. If it's going to upset you that much, don't listen to it. It's not that hard. It's real easy. See, in order for you to actually listen to that song, you have to go and download it and then hit play. There's a lot of verbs in there. There's a lot of shit you got to do. Now, let's say there's a song I don't like. Let's pretty much put everything in Cardi B's catalog in that category for me. Her song, WAP, do you know? that I've only heard that song the 30 seconds that I played it on this air. I played like 30 seconds of it on this show. It's a terrible song. I don't care what it's about. I know it's about a a woman's vagina and being wet. I understand that. It's not a good song, though. So I don't want it to be banned. I don't want it to be canceled. I don't want any of that. You know what I do? I just don't download her music. I don't go pay to see her in concert. And if she's on a television show that I'm watching, most likely I'll change the station. But once again, I guess because I was raised poorly that I do that. It's JD at the wolf. Then he howls because he's stealing the dog pound wolf. American Idol has a record executive as a mentor that was a record label guy. I thought his name was Bobby Bones. It might be. I, I don't know. I like Ben Shapiro uh, reading the lyrics to WAP. See, that's another guy. See, this is the thing. This is the thing. And and, and I'll just save the the other two stories here because we got to go because I got to call Joe here in a little bit. Um, Here's the thing. I like Ben Shapiro. I I think Ben Shapiro's a good dude. I I like him. I think he's very smart. I think he's well-spoken. I don't necessarily believe everything he says. But, hey, I like him. But when he came out and he destroyed the Barbie movie and wanted to do that, this is once again. I have to go over this again. (sighs) For anybody who's upset at the Barbie movie and their portrayal of men and things like that, what did you think you were going to see? It's Barbie. Oh, by the way, I went and saw a movie this weekend. I put the review up. Nowhere near as good as Christopher's. Went and saw a new Will Ferrell movie that has the voice of Will Ferrell and... uh, Jamie Foxx as dogs. They're strays. And this one dog, he, 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 terrible owner. So they want to go back and bite his dick off. That's, that's the premise of the movie. And then they, it, it's, a, 
it's a buddy comedy the whole way. Now, there are a couple of really funny parts in the movie, I got to say. But all in all, this is an hour and 32-minute movie of dogs cursing. Now, this is not going to be up for an Academy Award. I didn't walk out of the movie going, damn, that movie's like, I didn't expect a whole lot. I expected a little bit more than I got, and that's why I didn't give it that good of a review. This is one you, look, look, see it on cable, or when it comes on Netflix, watch it there. Because if this movie gets edited, it is not going to be funny whatsoever. But there are a couple of really funny parts in it. and But I didn't go into it expecting Gone with the Wind. I didn't expect that this movie would change my life forever. And people went into Barbie and they thought, oh, God, Bar- it's Barbie. For the love of God. It's about vagina. I thought it was an Italian slur. That song makes way more sense now. Normally, I'd agree with you on this, but Neil Diamond should never be played again. (laughs) You're outvoted there, Panda. Cancel that movie. Will Ferrell isn't an actual dog. Yeah, why didn't they get an actual dog to speak the part? Seriously. All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler. When we come up, come back. We have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Something happened in the NFL this weekend. And our official ass review of the Netflix series, Down With Love. Says it's the end of time And the Mississippi River She's a gold grind The interest is up And the stock market's down And you're only getting mugged If you go downtown I live back in the woods, you see My woman and the kids And the dogs and me Got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I can plow a field all day long I can catch catfish from dusk till dawn Make our own whiskey and our own smoke too Ain't too many things these old boys can't do We grow good old tomatoes and homemade wine And country boy can survive Country folks can survive Because you can't starve us out And you can't make us run Those women more boys raised on Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the western skies And we can skin a buck, we can run a trot line And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive I had a good friend 
friend in New York City He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman Of the Broadway nights And I'd send him some homemade wine But he was killed by a man With a switchblade knife For $43 my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't stop us out and you can't make us run Cause when them old boys raise on shotgun We say grace and we say ma'am If you ain't into that, we don't give a damn We're from North California and South Alabama and little towns all And a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. Country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. Well, it was all that I could do. Keep from crying Sometimes it seems so useless to remain But you don't have to call me darling Darling You never Wailing Jennings And you don't have to call me Charlie Price And you don't have to call me Merle Haggard anymore And I've seen it on 
because he hadn't said anything at all about mama or trains or trucks or prison or getting drunk. Well, he sat down and wrote another verse to the song and he sent it to me and after reading it, I realized that my friend had written the perfect country and western song and I felt obliged to include it on this album. The last verse goes like this here. Well, I was drunk the day my mom got out of prison. And I went to pick her up in the rain. But before I could get to the station and the She got robbed over by a damned old train And I'll hang around as long as you will let me And I never mind standing in the rain oh, You don't have to call me Oh, 
Christ shall rise And the glory of his resurrection shall And when his chosen ones shall gather to their homes beyond the sky And the rolls call him yonder, I'll be there Talk of all this wondrous love and care And then when all the life is over And our work on earth is done And the rose call him yonder I'll be there When the Text Joe to make sure he's up and drank his coffee. I text him before I call him every single time. I never ever get a response. So, Big Goop says this new show, Assy. It's about a dog that finds people in trouble, but it's trouble they cause themselves. Assy doesn't help them, just merely points out they did it to themselves and they're going to get what they deserve. I like it. That's my kind of show. Uh, welcome back to the big show. If you missed the first hour in 24 minutes, what the fuck? Come on, people. It's Monday. I know you're dragging ass. I know you had a good weekend. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. You can download the show. ArnieRadio.com, $2.99 a month. It's real easy to do. And now it's time to call the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. And I have been looking forward to this phone call for all weekend. <laughs> Joe, 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 it's, it's Arnie. Wake up. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, my man. Joe, how are you, pal? I am doing great. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hey, girls, could you put some clothes on and how about putting some coffee on? Yeah. And I don't, yeah, no, I don't know where the keys of the handcuffs are. You had them last. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So oh, I'm, I'm, I'm up and at him, you know, yeah. ready to go. Man, it sounds like, boy, you, it sounds like you had a good weekend, my friend. Well, I spent a night with Hurricane Hillary. I tell you what, man, it oh, was man. Are, are you getting any of that weather up in Reno yet? Yeah, the, the, the tropical storm has affected us. It's just that we're seeing a little more rain than we normally do. But okay. that's about it. There's no flooding here or anything like that. But uh, a lot of rain for, for what we normally have. Now, did, did you have to go to Home Depot and batten up your windows and things like that to get ready for this storm of the century? Yeah, well, I tried. I couldn't get in. There were too many carts being wheeled out by mob robbers. Oh, I, I couldn't even get in the store. Damn it to hell. Jesus. I'm telling you what. That's the, this is out of control. It, it, it is. It's Joe completely Mark. out of control. Now, Joe, uh, this is a very special segment. We usually don't have you on Mondays. Your day is Thursday, but you can come on the show anytime. Uh, 
I gave you an assignment this weekend because we found out that you're a big reality show fan, especially of the Kardashians. Um, I gave you an assignment this weekend. I also did the assignment of watching the first two episodes of the Netflix series Down With Love. Yes, yes. Um, Thank you for that assignment, by the way. uh, Yes, uh, the show is about people in uh, New Zealand. Now, this this part kind of stuck out to me, Joe, that there are a lot of uh, participants in this show in New Zealand. Uh-huh. Uh, New Zealand only has five million people on that island. Um, that's a, they have a they have a, a healthy number of uh, special needs people. That that, that some got to be going on in the water down there, huh? I, I guess so. I mean, of all the places in the world to, you know, find, you know, mentally challenged or uh, special needs uh, people, uh, uh, New Zealand was kind of odd. Yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, like, what, what, they have the best pool of, of, of candidates or something? I, I thought that was weird, too. At first, I kind of maybe thought it was Britain or Australia. Then, like you said, New Zealand, it's kind of uh, kind of weird. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I did watch it. I did watch it. Now, now. I'm not going to make fun of anybody that was on this show because I think those people are all wonderful human beings. Uh, of course. Who are, who, here's the thing. They don't know any better. They, they're, they're just living their life. That, that's all they want to do. They want to live their life, and this is the only life they don't. They don't know anything different. They were born with an extra chromosome, and, you know, some, some hilarity does ensue with that. But what I want to talk about is how mean are the people that made this show? I mean, what are we doing? I, I know, I, you know, this is not uh, New Zealand's Got Talent, okay? No. I mean, it's like, yeah, that is kind of bizarre. I was wondering your take on it when I watched it. I was watching it. I was like, you know, I was expecting maybe something that happened really big or something. And I was like, no. But, you know, now that you mention it, you know, even though it was like nothing big catastrophe happened or anything. Yeah, why Why did we single out these people? It's almost like they don't know they're slightly being exploited. Yeah, and, and here's the thing that, that, that really, there's one thing, I don't know if you picked up on this. Um, the moms are super active in trying to get their, their children, you know, dates and things like that. The dads... Neither. There were a couple of dads that wouldn't even really look in the camera because the dads were like, "Yeah, you know, I remember as a kid we used to make. You know, did you did you pick yeah. up on that vibe at all?" Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, it seemed like some were, you know, some were, yeah, like you know, uh, like a John Bonet Ramsey parent, mm-hmm. and then others were more like, "Yeah, I just, I don't, you know, I'm going along with it, but right. it's not like." I'm not real, real fired up about it, you know, because and when I mention this, don't don't take this as being, uh, you know, insensitive or anything. But, uh, you know, encouraging the, you know, of course, everybody needs to find love. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody wants to be accepted. Um, you know, we're going to have kids, you know, I mean, they're going to have kids and God love them. Every person on this earth, well, except the people in China, you don't get one there, right, right, but right. you know, they're, they're everyone should there. have the right to have children. Um, is that something that doctors or the medical society encourages is for, uh, 
to special needs people to have children? Is that encouraged? Is it just something that can, does it matter? Or is it something that the doctors or people might say, yeah, you, I, would, I mean, I wouldn't if I were you. Because if you remember, most of those kids, when they were born, they would say like, oh, they probably won't make it to age five. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like that. And they're like, they're like 20 in their, you know, so. Oh, there was one guy that's 38. The, the, the fellow who carries the ring around with him is 38. He's looking for love in all the wrong places, buddy. Yeah. Um, B. Coop says when the participants of that show get paid, is it called a down payment? Now, stop that. There was well, the- hey, whoa, buddy. You hey. need to the ridiculous, pathetic jokes to us. Now, now, look here. There was a scene that I did laugh out loud in when the one girl, it was episode two, and she's a she's a she's an actress, and she was in the, the, the local production of it's supposed to be like a Billy Joel thing, Uptown Girl, but they called it Up Down Girl. And I'm like, oh, come on. What? Come on. That's just this. Yeah, that's just, I mean, I didn't, I never caught that, but that's crazy. Up Down Girl. Let's just, let's, it's everything, you know, um, um, you know, when they go to school, they, you know, they say, we're going to move you down a grade. Nah, I mean, I mean that's seriously, come it's on. Like, but, but it, the one thing that really stood out the most to me uh, is when a young man and his, uh, his girl, well, th- there's two things that mainly stood out to me. I'll get to the second one. But this young man and this young girl went on their first date, and they went to a wine tasting. I, I know. Now, I know. Oh, now, God. Now, now, come on. Now, look, look you and I are, are, are in the stages of recovery from alcoholism. and uh yeah. Um, and I'm sorry to out you like that, but I think I think it's. Oh, you're though. fine. Hey, welcome to alcoholics. Go fuck yourself. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but you and I would not fare well at wine tastings because you're supposed to taste it, swish it, and then spit it out. As a as a a loyal alcoholic, there is no way I'm spitting alcohol out. Yeah, no, I know. But to give it a, just real quick, too. I love on Bar Rescue when they, the expert samples the drink and says, woo, way too much booze in that. Or, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give that back. Expert lost booze in your drink. What are you, an idiot? Boy, you're so fucking on with that. I'd be like, there's not enough in here. Come on, I can still taste it. Woo, this is way too strong. It would cost 12 bucks. Drink it. You know, like... Uh. But but they yeah, have but, them, and but that was a, yeah. I, I, that stood out to me too. The wine tasting because I thought, uh oh, actress girl's gonna get a little amorous here, you well, know, or something. Well, because and then she starts talking about, you know, you know, how people when they get a little uh, uh, under the under the sauce, you know, they start getting sentimental and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's talking about her dad, and I thought, are we setting up for a big breakdown here or something? But I didn't think that was. You know, but they're 20, if they're 21, I guess they can walk into a bar and drink. But, the, but to actually put them up there drinking, yeah. And, and I mean, the, the, she asked the, the her, her little date fella, she's like, which one did you like? And he goes, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. And all the glasses were empty. I'm like, dude, they're getting fucked. And then they had, they, they had them go out and play croquet. They I, gave them mallets. I, I, I know. The, the, the next time they play, they're going to realize there's not, there's, I only, I thought there was twice as many of those little loops in the grass. Good you know? God. Like, I'm watching this going, this is, and it, it's tough to watch because you got to watch the subtitles because they're, they're New Zealand and they're hard to understand anyway. But right. that, the, the 38 year old guy, that guy broke my heart, man. 
that guy's walking around with a ring, and he gives it to that one. That, and, and by the way, here, here's the other takeaway I have. Uh, they only date within their own group. Like, like Yeah, could it be possible for somebody that doesn't have the extra chromosome to date them? I mean, yeah, they, it's like, yeah, because... Uh, Boy, uh, that would be that's something that's kind of uh, that's kind of uh, interesting, Arnie. You bring that up. That maybe coming along, there might be a uh, and I don't excuse the term normal, but you know, mm-hmm. a, a, a person without Down syndrome today. I have I have a feeling they might have something like that on the horizon, uh, Arnie. No, let let me ask you this though. Let, okay, let's say they put that on the show. They they get an up person and a down person together. <laughs> I hate myself so much for that. Oh, my uh, God. I can't believe I do this show. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> well, isn't the up person going to be frowned upon? Like they're taking advantage of the other person? Like, I mean. Let me give, yeah, let me give him one piece of like, Don't roofie him, okay? Dude, leave that alone. But, yeah, that is, yeah, maybe almost be like taking advantage of him or something. Yeah. But then again, what, what if you get somebody that's real sensitive and, and caring and, uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be like, you're always going to wonder, you know, do you, are you, is that really, is that your one? Is that the one for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They say everybody's got somebody out there. I mean, you know, is that, I mean. Yeah, only God and him will know or her, you yeah. know, but uh, but that'll be interesting to see if they, you know, if they uh, intertwine the show with, uh, with you know, people without uh, without special needs. Yeah, uh, other than that, look, I, like I said, got the first two episodes done. I'm, I, I, I got to wash my hands of it. I, I watched it. it, it no, no, because that, that show just makes me want to go to hell. Because I'm not the nicest person in the world when I'm watching that. I, I am much more entertained by Johnny Football. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, by the way, this week on Netflix, uh, they have the uh, the Florida Gator story. Like when Tim yeah. Tebow was there, yeah, that one's going to be worth watching. Yeah, that's when, of course, Urban Meyer was their coach, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're going to have Aaron Hernandez. They're going to have stories about Aaron Hernandez. Looking forward to that one. Now, we've got one more story for you, Joe. Um uh, this weekend in the NFL, lots and lots of uh, preseason games. Cowboys lost again. Fuckers. Uh, a scary moment happened at Lambeau uh, between the Patriots and the Packers. Isaiah Bolden, the cornerback from New England, uh, was trying to make a tackle, ran in, hit his side of his head against a guy, was knocked unconscious, didn't move, and he was carted off the field in the fourth quarter and hospitalized Saturday night, released Sunday morning early. They stopped yeah. the game. Right, right, because last year, you know, when uh, the, the, the Bills' uh, the Bills safety uh, uh, went down, you know, like an hour they were on, uh, they were paused before they, you know, they were going to give them a five-minute warm-up. And, of course, they, they canceled that game. And I guess Bill Belichick, the NFL commissioner, decided to cancel this one within five minutes. Like, which, I, you know, it, it's getting bizarre, you know. I well, mean, he's... Go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. No, you go ahead. I, I want to hear what you have to say. This is, uh, this is my predicament with it. Um, are we softening the NFL? I mean, what happened to DeMar Hamlin last year was tragic. Uh, he's playing in the NFL this year, so good for, good for him. Injuries are a part of the game. Hard, hard, bad injuries are a part of the game. Many people have been crippled on the field. 
Are we going yep. to start stopping games now? The NFL is going to start stopping games now for this? Well, and of course, this is preseason. Now, it'd be interesting to see, like, you know, because they, 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 they did cancel the game when Demir Hamill uh, did it, right? Uh, they they stopped it. I I don't I I honestly don't I remember. They, they started it up again or something. Did not finish it or I, they, I they can't finished remember that. I I'm not I'm I don't remember because I was so off put by it. Um, but yeah. But well, you, and one thing you might do is I remember once soccer. You can thank us because that's why every mom in America is having their kid play soccer now, so that doesn't happen to them. And like number two, you might see the end of the NFL preseason. Oh I oh I I I. I I think that's going to happen within the next five years. I, yeah, I, I think that we're done like, with preseason. You know, because they, 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 they do practice together. The teams will – they'll practice together like two days before they actually – and then they'll play a game on TV in preseason. And, uh, you know, it just – you know, I mean, if guys are getting hurt in practice, oh, gosh, you know, let's wait till the, the real season comes. But, yeah, like you said, everybody's getting soft. Everything's soft. It's, like you said, it's part of the game. I mean, uh, and if you want to play, I'm sure that, you know, like when you go play or go anywhere, you sign some kind of waiver in case something happens. Yeah, I guarantee every NFL player, you know, yeah, I'm sure somewhere in there is if you get killed, it's not our fault. You know, mm-hmm. uh, type of deal they probably have to sign. But I love the game. I love how fast and hard hitting it is. And and I hope they don't. Uh, you know, I hope they don't stop. You know, we we have the uh, we have the Tom Brady don't hit below the knee rule and all the other rules that came up to just pussyfoot around. And that, that's what I love about the Johnny Manziel says uh, in Texas, if you don't play football, I mean, you're too big of a pussy to play. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Pussy, pussy, pussy. Look here. Look, I, I didn't want this young man, uh, Isaiah Bolden, to be hurt. I'm glad he's okay. Um but but something's got and, and Swoosh says Bills lost home field advantage because they did cancel that game. So that's why Kansas City got home field advantage last year. Imagine if Buffalo had home field advantage for the playoffs. Right, right. Now I do remember that now. Right, and and that's why. And I think I asked you about that. It was like, why are they doing this or or, or something like that? They, or they had a neutral game or something. I thought mm-hmm. maybe, but yeah, it, you know, it, when it when it when the just the, the playing of the game and the score and, and that final score doesn't, that should be what determines who advances. When there's stuff like that and somebody has to make the call about what to do, it just kind of cheapens it, you know? Well, th- this, this sets me on a path here to, to talk about this. Uh, I've seen this and it started in, in lower levels at Pop Warner and now it's waking its way up to high school. You know, they don't even tackle in practice anymore. I'm done. I'm out. I mean, I I want you to think about this. You you were a young guy. You you remember back in the day. You remember you played baseball growing up. Uh, When when did you start playing baseball? I started in second grade. I was eight years old when I first played baseball. I was probably about third or fourth grade. I I, I started, I was in the the minors and the majors in the league. And I, my first, uh, we lost 23 to one once and I scored the only run. Well, you know, come on, Dion. Anyway, um, (laughs) but yeah, so that was my first jab attitude. About third, fourth grade, played for the Indians, minor league, little league. And, uh, 
uh, you know, and I love to end that with the main thing right off the bat. You know, as well as I do, you got you can't be scared of that ball. Well, that that brings me to my question here. Um, do you remember what it was like getting? Did you ever get hit by a pitch? Oh, I led the. I'm not kidding. This is how I got on the screws in high school. I led the team and hit by pitch. Okay, so do you remember the first time you got hit by a pitch? Remember how bad yeah. it hurt? You remember yeah. how bad it was? You know, the first yeah. time I ever got hit by a pitch was at Bronco Bowl in Dallas in a batting cage. I got drilled in the fucking head by a pitching machine. The pitching machine was tired of me going fucking deep on it. So it yeah, they were you dialing nine going yards, right? Yeah. And I got I got hit in the head, and I fucking went down like a fucking sack of potatoes. And my Uncle Duke was there. And my Uncle Duke was about the manliest man. He put the windows in in the St. Louis Arch. He was a man. And he walked in that cage. The balls were still coming. He didn't care. He picked me up, and he said, you go hit the next one now. And, I mean, I'm sitting there. I'm fucking crying my eyes. And sure enough, next pitch came. I was scared to death, but I got hit. So now what we're doing is we're taking that that learning experience at an early age that you're going to be okay, and we keep suppressing it. We keep suppressing them, you know, it. Yeah, like and uh, when they get nobody to high can school, get hurt. Pain is a part of life, people. Well, they, they go to high school, and you're facing off against a kid who's fast and big, and he runs you over. Well, you ain't going to get up again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, okay, let's take a – it's like the first game of the year. Let's say there's a team that practiced all summer without tackling or hitting, and the other team had run regular practices, hitting, tackling. I'll guarantee I'll take my – I'll mortgage the house on that on the team and bet on the team that was hitting each other during practice. Oh, God, I, I don't care if it's fucking Pop Warner. I don't care if it's NCAA. If I find out a team hadn't been practicing all summer – by tackling? Oh, I'm betting against them every fucking the first three weeks of the season. Yeah, because that's you know, easy money. You learn real quick. You learn real quick that when you know when 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 if you and the other guy hit each other, both they're both coming at each other, both are and you both hit each other. Uh, you know, it's not it, 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 it's a nice feel. It's a pop. It was a boom. But when you're just a city duck and you're stationary and you get hit, that's not fun. But hitting back. And then it makes it, you know, that's why it's doable because it does that, like, some kind of physics thing there, I guess. Yeah, well, I just, I, I don't care for what's happening. I mean, ending games, I know it's a preseason game and a lot of people are going to yell at me and go, oh, it's preseason. But but what happens if this happens in the regular season, week six? Nobody's playoffs are set yet. Are, are we going to stop the games? Right, yeah, wait five weeks, six, somebody gets it, they, they stop the game in the uh, middle of the, the beginning of the fourth quarter or something like that. What do we do? Well, do we just, is it like, is it like baseball? Would you, you know, the next day they take, they pick it up in the sixth or seventh or whatever? Or, well, well, they, I don't know if they do that anymore. Maybe they used to do that. Now oh, yeah. Maybe they play a whole game. Well, here's my question. Um, how severe of an injury does it have to be? I mean, is it only neck and head injuries or like Joe Theismann with a bone popping out of his leg? Do, do yeah, we stop the I game mean, for that? you're still with us, you might be hurting more than the guy that's a little conked out. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're, that's, a great, that's a great point. I mean, Joe Theismann, they didn't stop the game. No, I, I mean, but, but now would we? Oh, I imagine we would. I'm sure we would, and then I'm sure they give everybody, uh, you know, a sticker and a gold star on the way out and the participation yeah. trophy. Thanks for coming. Yep. All yeah. right. 
Well, but, hey. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I, it's interesting, you know, I, 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 God forbid somebody gets hurt that bad, but we'll be on the lookout for that definitely, Arnie. Oh, what yeah. happens when there's the, when, you know, because you know what it is, when the ambulance drives onto the field, that's when, you know, it's pretty bad. You oh, know, God, like, yeah. Well, Joe, I'm going to let you get back to your slaves, I mean your dates uh, that you have right, uh, right. hooked up. Okay, real quick, couple of quick notes before we go. Is okay. that all right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Thank God Brooks kept going. He's got to earn his way out of the uh, Ryder Cup. Okay. Uh, also, uh, let's see, what else we got? Nevada tomorrow playing in the Little League World Series. They're going, they're, they got this kid that can really throw. And so they're on their way. And I just wanted to know two things, Arnie. Who, who did you most identify with on the American Got Talent favorite judges? I mean, the judges. Oh, Simon. Simon, easy, easy. Simon. I, I agree with everything that guy says. Simon, the time. see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Simon, I, I only like old school American Idol Simon when Simon was mean because that shit was real. I liked it when he would eviscerate people. <laughs> I love an episode where he goes, I found it a bit annoying. <laughs> oh, man, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like all this bullshit. Well, maybe try a little harder. Maybe get some more singing lessons. No, give it up. Give it the fuck up because you suck. Yeah, exactly. Why, 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 why coddle someone like this? Hey, it's the only to be, to be, you know, you're gonna wind up with Harvey Weinstein if I don't stop this madness now. You stink. You're horrible. Go do something else. Right. And it might hurt at first, but I'm telling you what, it's the best advice you can get somebody because you know, it, it, you know, when somebody starts to sing, when they can sing or they can't sing, and I'm like, dude, you can't sing. It's time to just oh. throw in the towel. Go to the karaoke bar with Chris Bang and just. Do what you can. <laughs> All right, Joe. Joe, we'll have you back Thursday. We got. We'll have a bunch of sports to talk about because we will only be one week away from college football kickoff on Thursday. No college football day after tomorrow. Navy Notre Dame. Oh, holy shit! Day after tomorrow. Fucking a! Yeah, I'm watching. I'm yeah, ready. Seven games. Kick ass. Yep, we'll be ready. All right, pal. A week from today, a Cornhusker game. So I'll definitely be up. All right, pal. Well, I'll talk to you later, my friend. All right, thanks so much, Arnie. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Uh, yeah, Down With Love, check it out on Netflix. Uh, the NFL, they're just ruining their lives. Uh, Ogre says the guy didn't even have a heart stoppage and they halted the game entirely. Yeah, I'm not even going to bother flipping channels through the NFL. It's going to be like this. Ties, forfeits, blah, blah, blah. RIP NFL. Well, here's the good news. A huge fight broke out in the stands this weekend of the Niners-Broncos game. I believe it started by the Broncos fans saying, we're worse than you. And the Niners fans were like, no, you're not. So uh, I have not watched the video yet. Oh, my. This is a brouhaha. I can already tell. Here we go. Oh, it's mayhem. Oh, man. Here we go. Oh, God. Oh, that guy with a beard just got connected with. Guy wearing a Reds hat and a Steve Young jersey. Good Lord, he knocked him the fuck out. Oh, Beard Guy is getting pounded. He is getting beat like a fucking rented mule. Good Lord. Shave that beard. You would figure that beard would, it would it absorb some of that punch. Man, Jerry Rice, who's turned into a large, white, bald man, beat the shit out of this guy. Woo, daddy. Then now they're yelling, bang, bang, Niner gang. Oof. Boy, that guy got the shit beat out of him. 
Is he a Niner fan? He's a fan of getting knocked the fuck out. He's still kind of woozy. He, he's still not all there. Oh, they're taking him out. He still ain't got his legs. Oh, that neck tattoo. Oh, 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 he's still wobbling. He's wobbling, still talking shit while wobbling. Hit him again. Hit him again. Somebody punch him. Come on, somebody punch him. He ain't going to make it up them stairs. Good Lord. That was a good one there. Man, usually you see that at Raider games, not Niner games. Oh, that was good stuff. That must be one of those former Raider fans who switched teams and took the Raiders. Ah. Uh, yes, sir, Joe. Hey, sorry to overstay my welcome. Not at all. <laughs> but I had to ask you just real quick. I don't, I don't know if you heard about Gunner. Uh, Gunner I got no, no, we had to shut that off. Yeah, I don't know Gunner yeah. Henderson, the player, I believe, for the Orioles. You know, everybody wants to hit for the cycle. You know, that's like something that nobody, you know, very rare. Right. And this Gunnar Henderson had the double, the triple, and the homer. He gets a hit, and he stretches it out for a double. Now, do you do that, or you get the single, and boom, you got the cycle? That guy right there, I'm paying him whatever he wants. That guy's a ball player. That That's guy is a fucking ball, ball player. To the wall, I thought you'd say that. Ball player right there. Bravo to that young man. What's right his name? Right on. Right on. Thanks, Arnie. All right. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You don't get no. Uh-uh. No, you stretch that out for the team right there. Also, the Cowboys lost linebacker and tight end Saturday out for the season. Torn ACL. Yes, the linebackers from the University of Texas, Devon Overshone. So excited to watch him play for the Cowboys this year. Torn ACL. Thanks for cock-blocking me, Joe. <laughs> Niners fans keep getting more and more ghetto. Uh, I guess today is National Radio Day. Uh, and, I, and I mentioned something on... Uh, let's see, what did Mark say? Uh, magnificently horrific, yes, that hair and that fucking turtleneck. All right, now back to our regularly scheduled program of shows. Uh, we'll stay in San Francisco because the world is ending there. I've never heard of this store, and maybe y'all, maybe it's because well, I'm I'm from Texas and I didn't grow up on in California. Uh, there's a store; it's a luxury store. It's called Gumps. No, it has nothing to do with Forest. Um, I guess it's a pretty hoity-toity store, and it's been in San Francisco. For a hundred and sixty-six years. I mean, that's that's a long time. Well, the owner of the store decided to put out a full-page ad in the San Francisco Chronicle, warning that rampant homelessness and drug abuse could force them to shut the store down. Holy shit! John Chachis wrote in an open letter to Gavin Newsom, Mayor London Breed, and San Francisco Board of Supervisors, quote, Today, we prepare our 166th birthday season at 250 Post Street. We fear this may be our last because of the profound erosion of the city's conditions. Equality devastating has been a litany of destructive San Francisco strategies, including allowing the homeless to occupy our sidewalks to openly distribute. Go away, ad. Uh, and use illegal drugs to harness the public and to defile the streets. 
He calls it a tyranny of the minority. Is it for amputees? I don't think so, Jen. I think it's just a a, a, a big fancy dancy store. Now, now, but there's good news to report. Not that they're going to get rid of the bums or anything like that. This is happening in Pennsylvania. You know, if business owners start talking, I kind of like this. Um, I guess businesses are starting to set up booby traps <laughs> to protect themselves from the homeless and the drug problems. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Businesses devise tricks to keep addicts their oozing flesh wounds off their stoops. Uh, Businesses don't last long. Kensington has gained an international attention for excessive public drug use and has become a focal point. What are they doing? Uh, They're not saying what they're doing. They have to set up these crazy little hacks and booby traps just to keep people off their stoops. There are businesses that set up sprinkler systems so they can just be inside and hit a button and the sprinkler goes off. That ain't nothing good. And the letter Gump said the city is unlivable. Yeah, it is. I mean, but but it is if you look at it. So, man, oh, man. Boy, oh, boy. We, we could add another business to the Arnie State's uh, repertoire, to my conglomerate, where we already have Arnie Beats Children, where I show up and beat up bullies. 8 to 15, because I'm tougher than everybody from 8 to 15. Uh, the vegan meat, where, where I purchase a large plot of land, and I get a bunch of old cows, and I wait till they naturally die, and then I sell that meat to vegans because the meat is not killed then, because I'm a giver. Home security system, the fangless rattlesnakes. That, that, that's a billion-dollar industry right there. Um. The, the speaking engagement tour, uh, if you're down on your luck, simply, do you have a butthole? I, I, I mean, these, 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 are, these are wonderful jobs. I mean, if you're down on your luck and you're not making any money whatsoever, all you got to do is ask yourself, do I have a butthole? I will butt fuck this bitch on the table right See? now. Please, somebody Sarah. call Donald Trump. Hey. Oh. See? See, because if you have a butthole, you got people like this. The man that I've been messing with is a married man, and he's licking his butthole. Yep. Because he liked it. And I didn't mind doing it. Okay. Does that, right. does that bother? Does, is that weird? No, 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 no. I guess not. I mean, yeah, it is, but it's not. I mean, you're talking about it's weird. I saw one business complex that is looping Africa by Toto on loudspeakers to keep the homeless away. Now, see, this is what they should do. They should scare them. They should tell them that, they, uh, like, if it's a business that sells, like, African stuff, then this is what you got to do. Oh, where did that go? I had it. Where, 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 where? Is it in the new? Did I put it in the newest? Oh, come on, Arnie. Where in the hell did you put that? They interviewed stores in Africa and asked them about the problem. They said, See, so what he said is that they like to put lions in front of their store. 
once again. You can tell he's serious with them clicks in there. Uh, let's see. Uh, booby traps. Now that's what I'm talking about. I want more use of Acme rockets to fight homeless problems. I imagine those old cows aren't going to be that good of meat. Ah, da, 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 Douglas. Douglas, it's called aged. That's called aged beef. Come on now. We should start a consulting firm, call it Take It in the Ass. There you go. That's right up there. Oh, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. The first thing I would do, I would set up bear traps. That's right, bear traps. You get your foot stuck in a bear trap, you're screwed. See, and I'll, I'll set the bear trap up like when they're pooping behind my store. That way, I mean, it clamps the shit out of them. Literally. We can do that. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe I'll, I'll train some wild birds. That, 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 this could take some time. But if I like, were to train wild birds to come down and, and, and start either pecking or defecating on them, that could be a way to get rid of them. Because nobody likes to be shit on by a bird. Playing music outside the stores has really become a thing to dissuade the panhandlers. Yeah, but you can't play any kind of good music. You have to play Toto. I don't want to hear Toto all day. I won't even go to the store then. If I hear them fucking doing Toto out there. But at least there's doing something. Put up a sign that says Chuck Morris is head of security. Unbelievable. Final two stories in this break. First one, you know, I got a question. This 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 is a big question I have. What happened to smart people? When did when did smart people become so fucking dumb? And it it ain't about street sense. It it ain't about common sense. It, there's just stupidity out there. People who clean up the poop in San Francisco have keys for the bear traps. There you go. A California hospital executive claimed that children, oh, and by the way, they're also a professor, meaning they influence people's decision-making and they teach them, claimed children can identify as, Jesus Christ, that trans kids can identify as minotaurs and even mermaids. <laughs> Diane Urshaft, a self-identified feminist, ha, uh, betcha she can't define what a woman is, supports a gender revolution in the director of mental health and chief psychologist at UCSF Benoff Children's Hospital Gender Development Center. She is also a professor at UC San Francisco School of Medicine. The clinical psychologist specializes in pediatric gender-affirming care for transgender and gender-expansive patients. Um... I have something to say. I, uh, 
Mr. J. Mr. J, that is his name. And all wild DJs, he will tame. Says, I am now identifying as a ninja robot. Well, if you're identifying as a ninja robot, then... I want to be ninja. I want to jump, 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 jump down. Take jump down to Chinatown. I want to be ninja. Did you list all the California institutions they work for? No, I did not. I don't have all of them. Merman, I'm a merman, hashtag Zoolander. So what does that say to the parents of those uh, drowned girls who aren't, mer- who aren't mermaids? Well, that, that's my question. Um, so transgender kids can identify then as mermaids. So if you tell your daughter that, yes, you are a mermaid, and she decides to go in the ocean and swim, try to swim to the bottom of the ocean... And she drowns? Um, what's your explanation? I, I, I'm waiting. I, 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 look, I'm leaning back in my chair right now. I, I'm very comfortable. My hands are together. Does anybody want to try to explain that one to me? The Minotaur thing, you're, you're a half human, half horse. And by the way, why does the Minotaur always have the male up, uh, 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 the body of a human up top? Why isn't the body of a horse on a human legs? Why isn't that a Minotaur? Oh, because horses aren't fucking stupid? Let's see. Anybody trying to explain this? Uh, What the actual fuck? So a Minotaur. Sure, that's what every child puts out in the air. Identifies the body of a human with the head and tail of a bull. Trans kids don't exist. Identify as half mermaid. Uh, global warming killed her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that's what they'll say. Global warming. Identify as master of the universe. We defeat Skeletor's dumb henchmen, mermen, and all the time. Um, like, like, well, I, I would love... It. I don't want to see this happen. First of all, let me say, I don't want to say I love this because this is awful because... Oh, 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 oh. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Not until Cowboy's Girl gets attacked by a bear will I ever enjoy playing the I Told You So barrage of sound effects, part of my three hours of sound effects I play on this show. Um, I, I believe I'm looking forward to that. I don't want it to happen, but when it does happen to Cowboys Girl that, that nature turns out to be not be her friend, I will play those sound effects happily, and con- contractually I'll have to. Um, but when this story gets out and a little girl drowns because she identifies as a mermaid, um... I'd like to see the parents incarcerated immediately with no trial. See, th- th- this is what, what look, 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 we don't have bail anymore. Okay. Hey, I'm all in favor of that. Then no more trial. Then we will, we will just go ahead and we will convict people based on popular opinion. OJ, you lucked out, buddy. You lucked out. Because this is ridiculous. My daughter identifies as a mermaid. What the fuck's wrong with you as a parent for telling her, no, you aren't a mermaid? 
You can't breathe underwater. Oh, oh, and here's the other thing. Psst. Psst. Mermaids aren't real. There you go. Sorry about that. Sorry if you had kids in the car driving. Real quick, turn it down. Um, um, Tooth Fairy, not real. Santa Claus, not real. I, I, I hate to be the bearer of all this bad news. An intelligent Democrat, not real. Sorry, I had to. I had to. A poor Republican, not real. These things don't exist, okay? Your daughter is not a mermaid. Your son is not a minotaur. Okay? Something just hit me. Something just hit me. Hmm. Okay. Hold on a second here. I might go on a little little tangent here. While we were hiking in pitch black dark on Friday night, I told my friends, if I get attacked by a bear, you better record that shit and send it to Harney. You're damn right. Society has taken the phrase, you can be whatever you want and grow up uh, when you grow up way too far. Yeah, oh, look here. I finally know what it is. Finally, it just hit me. It just hit me. And I haven't had a moment uh, like like this when it comes to thinking about Americans since I, I've labeled those guilty white people. I have nothing to be guilty for. I didn't enslave anyone. No one in my family ever enslaved anyone. Um... So I have nothing to feel guilty for. So I don't, and I, I don't buy this guilt. So not since then. What what Douglas sent me here? Reasons to vote for a Democrat. Uh, there's a book out there. Reasons to vote for Democrats. Jesus, because you're stupid. I'm sorry. I'll I'll read it in a little while, Douglas. Um, do you know what all this transgender stuff is? Do you know what it is? I finally figured it out. And it has nothing to do with us. Because I know the ass family. I've seen the kids that you've raised. You guys have done a great job. And are doing a good job raising your kids. Do you know why? It's because you're not lazy parents. The transgender movement has been has been inundated with nothing but lazy parents. That's all this is. I've said a number of times on this show, the hardest job in the world is being a parent because you have to raise adults. You're not raising children. You're raising adults. And whatever it was, if they were Gen X and they decided, oh, I don't want my kids to have to come home to an empty house because we're at work, even though they will, I'm going to put them in all these after-school programs and put them in sports that they're not good at. And then instead of explaining to them that they have to practice more or they have to, they have to do this or that, what we'll do is we'll just get everybody a trophy. When they don't do good in school, we won't yell at them because it's not their fault. It's the teacher's fault. And you know what we're going to do? We're gonna, we're, this is what we're going to do. We're just going to get rid of grades, which they did. 
this is nothing but lazy parents. This is lazy parents who are afraid, and maybe it's the guilt. I mean, this is, this is a very cathartic moment for me right now because I'm figuring a lot of shit out here. Maybe their guilt for being white has transcended into their guilt of having children. And they don't want to say no to their kids because their parents said no to them. And they remember how much that hurt their feet. I didn't like being told no. But that was the right thing to do. And the right thing to do is also the hard thing to do. And today's parents aren't doing it. Oh, sure, honey, you can be a little boy. Oh, sure, Tommy, you can play in the girls' team in high school. You didn't make the boys' team? Oh. Well, instead of trying to tell you that you need to work harder and practice more, what I'm going to do is going to let you play on the girls' team because you just want to play. What's wrong with that? Well, besides everything, I blame women. (laughs) Boomer mothers just had to get jobs and ignored their Gen X kids. So that's all Gen X kids know, being ignored and ignoring others. Thanks a lot, feminists. (laughs) Kids need to be told no a lot. Like I'm saying upwards of 75%. I still think that's a low number, Douglas. I thought my legal name was God damn it, Arnie No. When I found out States was our last name, I was like, what? I thought No was our last name. I thought your name was Jerry No. God damn it, Arnie No, it States. See, it happened again. And, and, and Ogre, I, I, I love what you wrote there because. I can bet that there are a bunch of people that would say that. A bunch of those guilty people that didn't want to do the heavy lifting. Heavy lifting sucks. Hate it. Hate it. But you got to do it. You have to do it. But nobody wants to do it. And and, and by the way, the reason why nobody wants to do it is because it sucks. Yeah, you're right. Let's say 90% of the time, depending on the kid. I think that's a good starting point right there, 90%. It could go down maybe a little bit. But look here. I, I, look, I get to watch this happen all the time now. I'm fascinated by Roscoe. Roscoe's a fascinating kid because Roscoe's ignorant as shit. It's not because he's dumb. He's ignorant. He's a baby. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know that when he sticks his hand that has, like, fucking a peanut butter sandwich in it near the dog's mouth, the dog is going to bite down on it. Okay? It's our jobs to train the dogs not to do that. But, but watching Roscoe, look, kids are stupid. Kids are ignorant. They don't know any better. It's our jobs to teach them. 
And I don't want anything bad to happen to them. I don't want to ha- anything bad to happen to the kids. But if the kids aren't taught, then they're going to have to eventually learn somehow. Learn the way that we learn. And I know you don't want to. We learn through pain. My grandmother used to always tell the story, and this could be one reason why my brain's so fucked up. Grandma Edna, the meanest lady in the world to everybody except me. Um, I once took one of her bobby pins, her hair bobby pins is what she called them, and I think I was like one or two, and I stuck it in a socket in the wall, and it blew me across the it blew me across the room. Now, parents told me not to do it, told me not to, and they let me make the mistake. They knew it wasn't going to kill me. Never did it again. Hell, I don't even like plugging shit in now. I get a little leery every once in a while plugging shit in. Arnie is getting the pleasures of grandparenting. Glad to hear you're enjoying it. It, it, it. Here's the thing, Douglas. I enjoy it because I get to learn. I get to learn so much. Like, I, I, there's no parenting whatsoever. I'm just watching this, and, and, you know, it's fascinating. No, I never did it again. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. I did that with a car key when I was three. Holy shit, that hurt. I don't even remember it. But you see, touching a hot stove, doing all that kind of stuff, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes kids got to learn the hard way. I'm just saying. Jesse Jamie says, happy Monday, all better late than never. And wow, they just sent me uh, the, 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 the other hat. Oh, my God. Clean up aisle here. One of my dad's favorite parenting saying was smarts don't, uh, smarts don't it, uh, the, the, smarts don't it. Oh, smarts don't it, the pain, okay. Uh, that pain you get from learning. It does smart. Oh, it smarts like a motherfucker. But that's how you learn. You can sanitize the world. And this goes back to even the football thing that I was talking about earlier, teaching kids how to tackle. You don't teach kids the right way to tackle at an early age. First of all, they're not going to know how to tackle by high school. And they're going to end up getting hurt. And it's going to hurt them because they've never had to feel that pain before. We've all done something stupid where we've stubbed our toe. Stubbing the toe always hurts. Hitting a funny bone always hurts. But we all learn different new techniques of doing things like, I don't know, hammering a nail in and hitting your thumb. That fucking hurts like a bitch. But we learn not to fucking hold the nail there anymore, right? Not teaching that anymore. Just take the nail away from it. Just say don't. No, no. We'll just, uh, just, no, we don't need it. Parents are more concerned with having a best friend rather than raise a, a productive, self-reliant future adult. Well, first one of the week. Correct the mundo. Got to be your kid's pal. Got to be your pal. Oh, man. Can't wait to pal around. First of all, let me just say this right now. If I had a kid, if I had a kid, I want to hang out with him. Kids suck. You can't do anything with a kid. Can't go to a rated R movie with a kid. I mean, I could take him to the movie, but I'm going to see it for me. You can't go to bars. I don't go to bars anymore, but if I went to bars, I can't go to bars. 
Can't go to strip clubs. Your friends, your friends come over and they 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 have foul mouths like me. I got to tell them to keep quiet because you know you got the kid around. Well, that's some bullshit right there. Mm-mm. Kids suck. I got to tell you. Mm, not for me. Seven seven five three five seven fans. That's number Arnie Radio One at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixer. Last break coming up next.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Welcome to the big show. Uh, Welcome back to the big show here on a Monday. Hope everybody's Monday morning is going all right. We have got a great video for you coming up here in just a second. But first, I got to talk to Sawyer's dad here. Um, Stop this. Uh, Got to say hey to Sawyer's dad first and foremost. Says good morning, Arnie. A Monday warrior. Said I had an experience with the parents you speak of. Talking about these lazy fucking parents. We have a special ed kid on Sawyer's football team. (sighs) First of all, let, let. well, the, the first time I read that, it automatically made me think of the video. And if you haven't seen this video, you got to search it out. There's some kid, there's a video going around that a news group did on this kid. He's like 10 years old, something like a little kid. And he's blind. He's 100% blind. He's, he's clinically blind. And he wants to play football. And they put him on the offensive line. And once the ball is snapped and said, hut, this kid is running all over the field except blocking the person he's supposed to block. Let me read this, and then I'm going to go off on my rant here. <clears throat> Last week, he lied and took himself out of practice. How do you lie? Uh, we explained to his helicopter mother that he lied to us and told us his mom said he had a cough and couldn't practice. We explained that this is not to happen because she said that she never said this. So fast forward to Saturday. The kid shows up with his father and asked me to babysit the fuck before the game, so I did. So come to game time, the father asked why he was benched. I told him we explained to the mother. So now this kid is rooting for the other team before the game. We sent him to the stands to sit with his father And his father lost his shit, blamed us for his special ed son that doesn't want to be there, not doing the work, and we we coaches are to blame. Fuck parents. Do you know what Sawyer's dad, this, this, oh, God. Sawyer's dad, this guy is one of those parents. Nothing makes me more upset. And, And honestly, I really do get upset at this. Uh, by special ed, I mean ADHD on 15 meds. He has a mentality of seven-year-old best, and he's 180 pounds. Okay. Okay. So he's on the spectrum. Fine. Same thing. Um, I hate... When the news people come on TV or Sports Center or somebody goes, oh, there was a heartwarming moment at, and I've only noticed one of them be really heartwarming. And it was a kid who was pretty much given six months to live, and he showed up at the spring game for the, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And his dream in life, which he would never, ever get to pursue because he he ended up dying about five months later. His dream was to be on the field with the Cornhuskers. 
Cornhuskers made that happen. They handed him the ball. They let him run down the field and score. Okay, he's eight. He's playing against a bunch of college guys at their spring game, a game that doesn't count. Nebraska wants to do that. I think that's a feel-good moment for a kid who's fixing to die. What I hate seeing is when they get the, the, the team manager who's on some sort of the spectrum, whether he's got Down syndrome, whether he's doing this, that, the other, ADHD, and they decide, even though he hasn't dressed for a game, it would have been more memorable if the kid died on the one-yard line. Jesus, Ogre. True. Very, very true. To be clear, we treat him like all the other kids. He refuses to work, will not run, and his parents think he just needs coaching. Sawyer's dad, no, they don't. No, they don't. They want their moment because it's more important to them than the kids. See, you're doing the right thing, treating them like others. But these coaches, that and, and, and it happens in high school too. And I'll tell you this right now, you would not want me to be the opposing high school coach. If you walk across that, 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 that battlefield and you say, hey, coach, we got a kid on the team that's a team manager. He's been the manager for three years. He want, we want to put him in a game, and we want to let him score. Be like, okay, you can put him in the game if you want. I'm going to teach my kids to tackle We've seen the videos of the kids with special needs go on to the basketball court and miss 10, 12 shots in a row. The other team rebounds and gives him the ball back until he makes it. That's painful. These parents, Sawyer's dad, they want their moment where you put their kid in the game and their kid scores because everybody gets out of the way. They don't want extra coaching. They don't want that. I'm going to tell you that right now. I already know that for a fact. They don't want that. They want their kid to have their moment. And it was a few years ago, and if you've never heard this rant before, this is my favorite part of the entire rant. A few years ago, when I first started this show, I think it was the second year of the show, and I was going off on this exact topic because I hate this topic. I hate this topic like I hate abortion. Um... It was a weekend where there are three of these stories. Three of these stories. They let three kids score touchdowns because the other team just got out of the way. I tell my team to lay them out. We hit everyone the same. Anyone not wearing our uniform is the enemy. Bingo. So there are three of these stories. I was told, I, I remember I, was, I went out one, one night on the weekend. They're like, man, you're, you're harsh on this. I'm like, you're goddamn right. And it was that Monday morning when I found a story about this kid. He has all three major kinds of retardation. I mean, this kid fucked up. But this kid likes to mountain climb. And do you know what that kid did? On his own with a group of people. But he had to do all the heavy lifting. He scaled the largest peak in America. He was with a group of people, but nobody helped him. He did it himself. You know who doesn't move out of the way? The mountain. The mountain didn't look at him and go, oh, oh. The mountain didn't say, he's retarded. No. The mountain doesn't give a fuck. And this kid did it, proving that these people are exceptional. 
Look, I love the joke. You know, what's better than winning a gold medal at the Special Olympics? Not being retarded. I love the joke. It's a great joke. It's a funny joke. I know somebody's laughing right now. But the truth of the matter is those kids train. Those kids work, and they're rewarded with gold, silver, or bronze. There was a guy in Sacramento, Maurice, Blackfell. And he would always come to all of our events. He loved the station. I don't know how he obviously didn't get our show, but he loved us. Nicest kid in the world, Maurice. And you know what Maurice liked to do more than anything? Was to brag about all the medals that he had won. Because he won. They weren't handed to him. Nobody got out of his way. He was competing with other people who they had down, sir, but they trained. And they won. They accomplished something on their own. Nobody got out of their way. How dare you people get out of their way? Half the climbing of a mountain is mental, yeah. These special need kids' stories are so rampant. Then why are they over uh, ever-loving fuck? Didn't the Baltimore Ravens like Colin Kaepernick get the winning score in the Super Bowl? The other half of climbing a mountain is falling, yes. But, hey, we're, we're going to see it. Football season's starting up. Get ready. You'll see it on the news. You'll see, you'll see your local newspaper. Oh, and a good news story over the weekend. No, it's not. It's not good news. It's disgusting. It's fucking horrendous. If you think I take it too seriously, I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize, but... You know, I always get I always get in trouble for for saying the word retard. I don't. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about something that's stupid. I ain't talking about them people. But he still didn't get a t-shirt top. Well, because mountain climbing's stupid. I mean, first of all, let's let's remember, there's no point to it. There is absolutely zero point to climbing a mountain. There's no t-shirt up there. There's no picture that you can stick on the mountain saying I climbed this mountain. Now, Cowboys girl, I'm glad you're here. Because I have a story just for you. Just for you here. Now, if you're ever uh, invited to go to India and maybe go hiking there or go camping there, stay away from... um, a river in the Odisha Jajapar. It took place in the Palapur village district on Wednesday. So this gal decides that she's going to go down to the river and take a bath because that's where those people, yes, and I said those people, they got to bathe in the river because they probably got a lot of, you know, running water and shit in the Jajapar. Any any city that has J-A-J-P-U-R, as a title, they ain't got running water. B. Coop says, ever been there? Gorgeous. That's what I hear. It's gorgeous. Well, and this joke reminds me of when Adam and Eve, when Adam saw Eve in the water for the first time. He says, man, you're going to make the fish stink. Well, that's where I take shits. I've never been to India. Well, this gal um, this gal decided that she's going to take a bath there. Hey. And, well, oh, oh, my God, that's a crocodile. 
and it has her in his mouth. Oh my God! Roger, Roger, Roger! Oh dear Lord! He is waving her around in the air like he just don't care. Notice how no one is going to help her because she's dead. Yep. She was attacked by a giant crocodile, and that crocodile said, Racha, I'm taking you underwater, and I'm eating you. So, Cowboys Girl, if you ever go to India, just be careful by the river there in the, uh, the, the, the Bairupa River. Our signs, our people run, our water doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Arnie said the name of the river like Joe Biden. Yeah, Barupa. Yeah, I got to sound them words out. I, I, I'm not very good at learning Indian. That dot, not feather. I probably wouldn't be good with feather words either. Thanks for the advice, Arnie. I'll stay away from it. Okay, good, 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 good. By the way, the video I just put up on the Mixler um, chat room there. So there you go. Uh, all right, all right, where do we go from here? Let, 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 let's continue the stupidity of the world, shall we? Remember them five students we talked about down in Mexico that, uh, that, that one of the guys had to behead his best friend from childhood, and then the cartel killed all five of them? Well, we found out why the five were with the cartel. No, they did not get kidnapped. Five young men who went missing in Mexico who were later shown on camera being brutally murdered by a cartel were lured into meeting the gang by a fake job offer. I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. Do do they have like a local peso saver down there that lists jobs? Wanted. Five college students to behead at cartel's behest. Interested? According to uh, the university journalist Carlos Arrieta, the men were deceived into a meeting with the Jalisco Nueve Generation Cartel. The cartel hoped to recruit the victims into their ranks and killed them after they refused. Boy, do we have a job offer for you. Did the croc say she tasted like chicken? Chicken curry. He ate her in a way no man has ever done. Yeah. Uh, like, like, do you see the, the, the CJNG is looking for you? Do they, do they not have job fairs down there? And by the way, I, I just have to ask. This is the hard part of the question for me to ask here. So you go on this job interview, right? And you find out, lo and behold, it's the cartel. Now, when, 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 when you find out it's the cartel, look, y- you live there. Y- you know how bad it is, right? Like, do you really turn that job down? See, I, I'm thinking that, that if I get duped into going to a job interview with the cartel and they say, hey, we want you to uh, run drugs for the cartel, 
in my head, I'm already thinking, if I say no, I've already seen their faces, which means I'm fixing to die. I'll look at them and go, you know what? The first three jobs you got for me, you ain't even got to pay me. I'll do them for you. No problem at all. Yes, sir, Rebob. Just don't stitch my face to a soccer ball because I hate soccer. The cartel put the flyers on bus stops with tearaway phone numbers. It's right next to the fucking mariachi lessons. When you see it's a cartel, you pop a Mentos and come up with shenanigans on the spot how to get the fuck out of there. Oh, not me. No, see, once they've seen me, they know me, I, I'm done. See, that's the, 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 the cartel is like the Roach Motel. You remember the old Roach Motel where roaches check in, but they don't check out? See, that's what happens when you meet the cartel. If you ever get asked to do a meeting with the cartel, I would probably, first of all, say, no, thank you. But then when they put the gun to my side and say, well, you're going to meet, then you got to meet, and then you're pretty much owned by the cartel because you're fucked. Did they think they were selling Herbalife or something? Lose weight now, ask me how? No, this is the cartel. By the way, nothing's going to happen to the murderers either. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. Good news to report. Well, no, no, this isn't good news. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that for tomorrow. Um, let's see. I got to do that one because I'll ick people out. Let's see. Uh, sorry, I didn't have these stories all done yet. All right, first one here. Um, I think we, we, we have to play this. Um, It seems that maybe, just maybe, Burning Man is going to come to an end. Oh, sad news to report. Sad news to report. Due to the fact that tickets have flooded the market for far less than the $575 face value, after last year was so bad due to the fact that tech firings and an influx of influencers turned the longtime attendees sour. Tech layoffs, bad weather last year, and an influx of annoying influencers are blamed. This year's Burning Man is set to run from August 27th, so this coming Saturday until September 4th in the Black Rock Desert near Gerlach, Nevada. Tickets are as cheap as $139 with parking passes marked down to $105. Now, I know a bunch of burners. Uh, real burners, not as I look at Paris Hilton last year at the Burning Man. Wait, what? The Anarchist Anti-Capitalist Festival is all about money? Um, look, look, Burning Man, I, I look at Burning Man like radio, okay? Radio's never going to die. 
and Burning Man's not ever going to The people that I know that have gone to Burning Man, look, I don't agree with it. I think it's dumb. I think it's stupid to sit out in the desert with fur on. That's just me, though. I wouldn't do it. If you want to do it, more power to it. One of my best friends in the entire world does it. And he did it for like 15 years in a row. And those are the people that will keep Burning Man alive. Not the influencers, not the rich gazillionaires who buy their, you know, wonderful packages and they make the whole week out of it just because they want to do some peyote. Look, because I, I just, I, I don't even know. Shouldn't they hold Burning Man on Maui this year? God damn it, V. Coop. Jesus. Oh, oh, can I wish something? Can I just wish something real quick? Burning Man's supposed to happen when? Saturday? You remember last, was it last year that they had the problem with all the mud? Uh-oh. Hurricane Hillary. Hurricane Hillary's sole purpose was to wipe out Burning Man. <laughs> Warbird just texted me. I look good in fur. Brother, you look good in everything. You look you look good in everything except Except Mick Ultra. I thought Burning Man was a Labor Day weekend. That's in a couple weeks. No, it, it runs from, it, I, I just read the dates. It, it goes from August 27th to September 2nd. So that'd be Labor Day. I'm not a burner, but I've camped on the ply with no one around. There you go. There you go. All right, Burning Man. Burning Man ain't going anywhere. Stay in put. Don't worry about it. Burners. Now, you people that want to go, yeah, you'll end up getting to go. Well, cancel culture has happened again, and this time it's more stupid than ever. One of one of Queen's all time greatest songs. I, I I have to say this this is this is one of my top three Queen songs. Oh, you got- That song, Fat Bottom Girls, has been dropped from the group's greatest hits collection. Song which was written by Brian May has enjoyed generations of fans. 45 years later, it appears that the lyrics such as Left Alone with Big Fat Fanny, She Was Such a Naughty Nanny, Big woman, you made a bad boy out of me. They dropped it. Universal Records announced they would be releasing a version of the record, a new audio platform aimed at young people called Yoto. And they took that song out of there. 
Now, is that because, you know, I mean, are they worried that, 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 that possibly, I don't know, possibly Lizzo may get upset at that? I, I'm not sure. Did Lizzo get asked about it? She did. Okay. And this is what she had to say. Yeah, okay. I, I, I. I, I don't even know what to say anymore. The stupidity uh, uh, of this world is running so rampant. Uh, Rhino says, off to make deliveries. Great show, Arnie. Uh, Y'all have a great afternoon. God bless you too, Rhino. You have a good day. Jamie, you have a good day. I'm sure you're still listening. Um, Getting rid of the song Fat Bottom Girls is not going to stop people from making fun of fat people. I'm I'm just here to tell you. I, I, I know, once again, this show is not only informative, but it is educational. As somebody who's been fat my entire life, uh, I still get made fun of for it. I make fun of myself. It, it's not ever going away. Oh, Arnie, it's so mean. It, there's a lot of things in this world that are mean. Are we going to cancel everything in this world that's mean? You better cancel red lights then, because I think red lights are mean. Oh, you, you know, I, actually, let's go back to uh, something earlier that we talked about with Douglas. You know what we got to cancel because it's mean? The word no. How come the word no has not been canceled? If you think about it, that's about the meanest thing in the world when you're a kid. When you want to go get ice cream and mama and daddy say no, you think mama and daddy hate you. So we're getting rid of everything that's mean in this world. So that means that pretty much whenever somebody that you're not attracted to likes you and wants to date you, you have to date them because if you don't date them because you're not attracted to them, that is mean and you will be canceled for it. It's so stupid. And yet here we are just plugging away, just doing it, just doing our thing. Well, it won't affect us. It won't affect me because I ain't getting rid of that song. Tell you this right now. Apple did that shit to me with David Allen Coe's song. So you know what I did? You know what I did? I found my CD. And the song's called uh, If That Ain't Country. And there's a very disparaging remark in that, in that song. They use the Joe Murphy word. The hard R ending. But Apple got rid of it on all their streaming platforms. You can't find it anywhere. So I had to take it from my CD, and I put it back in. It's in my fucking Apple playlist. Fucking stupid. Terrible. Just dumb. Stack car! 
says, today is my 13th anniversary. I want to say happy anniversary to my wife. Well, Mrs. Stackar, happy anniversary to you. Way to put up with that guy for so long. My God. Every other week he's breaking a bone or falling down. You are a saint, madam. Stackar's a good guy, though. So does that mean we're not watching wrestling tonight? Stackar and I, we, we text back and forth when wrestling's on. You didn't miss anything Saturday night. Saturday night, it, the, the the Christian Cage, uh, Darby Allen match wasn't too bad. You better be there for All Out this weekend, though, buddy. Starts at noon, at least noonish my time, probably earlier time. Uh, uh, starting work today. Okay, good, 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 good. Uh, all right. So no more fat bottom girls. So uh, I guess Adam Lambert doesn't do that song in in. Uh, Work till 8.30. Okay, well, uh, I'll hit you up after then. Or hit me up. He can't watch wrestling. He'll be slipping on the bouncy banana. Happy anniversary, Mr. and Mrs. Stackar. Stackar will be busy with the dot-on-dot action. (laughs) Uh, Man, oh, man, if you are in the Colorado area, Mage, watch out, buddy. Well, I I know that you people like them, and you, you people eat them. Um. Between late August and early October, male tarantulas will be making a mating trek across southeastern Colorado. Thousands of tarantulas. (laughs) The mature male spiders are in search of mature females, except those really creepy male spiders, you know, the ones that, 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 that have the white bands. They're looking for gals to mate with before they die this winter. Each year, enthusiasts come out to observe spiders on their journey across parts of Colorado's grasslands. Not me. Nope. How about you go and fuck yourself clean up there? Hey, Arnie, you want to go watch tarantulas? No, I don't. No, I, I, there's nothing like a like I nothing about a, a, a hairy spider that's appealing to me. Maid says I live in the northeast part of Colorado. Okay, all right, good. You're safe from this tarantula invasion. Keep those hairy little fuckers in Colorado and not cross the New Mexico border. How about this? How about, I don't know. I imagine it's pretty dry right there. Whoopsie-daisy. Maybe a cigarette gets lit, thrown on the side of the ground, and then thousands of fucking tarantulas are wiped out. I'm cool with that. They live all over Mount Diablo here, too. Yeah, that, that, look, that, nothing. Nothing says good death to spiders like a good forest fire. Males sometimes travel as many as 20 miles in search of a female. You know what those are? Those are the ugly spiders. Because you know the good-looking spiders, those good-looking male spiders, the, 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 the GQ model of spiders? They show up, and they're getting pussy right from the get-go. They probably ain't even got to walk across the street. They're like, yeah, I'm going to knock this bitch up here. It's the ugly spiders that have to do it to 20 miles. You know, it, it's like they're the trilams of the spider world, and they're waiting to hook up with the Omega Moose. That's exactly what that is. That is a great reference. They're probably real clumsy. 
kind of nerdy. Oh, man, somebody's video watching. And here's the thing, man. That, uh, I don't get weirded out by spiders. I usually step on them. But big old hairy spiders like that, man, they just give me the ooks. Oh, I would stomp the shit out of that thing if I saw it on the ground. 20 miles is nothing. You know how far a proclaimer will travel? Not the moose. They're a bunch of pigs. They stow away on all the ships coming up from Mexico, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember I had the misfortune once. of, And, and like I said, I do, I'm do. i not afraid of spiders. I just don't want to get bit by one. Like, I'll kill the shit out of a spider. I ain't afraid of that. I made the mistake one time of watching the movie Arachnophobia. And let me just tell you, when when there's a scene where one of them big old fucking things, these big old fucking hoopty-doopty fucking tarantulas, it's got dreadlocks, its hair is that long. When it bites into the skin and you see the fang, oh, I almost pass out. Mm-mm. No siree, Bob. They're remaking Arachnophobia. That's a movie I won't go see. Mm-mm. No thanks. Nothing to do with that. Mm-mm. But let, 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 let's have some fun now. I'm, I'm tired of creeping people out because I'm creeped out by seeing all them damn tarantulas. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Well... This is so bad, this story. It's so bad, it's fantastic. That, that, that's how much I like this story. Um, it starts at a bar, as most good stories do. The man is at the bar, and he meets up with a young lady. Oh, man. It's happened in Volusia County. Strangers in the night. The two met at the bar. Exchanging glances, wandering in the night. Had a couple drinks together. Kind of hitting it off. Before the night was through. And then she asked him to go to her place. Oh, the hoopty doopty might be starting going to her place. And she said, let's continue the drinking here. Strangers in the night, exchanging glances, wandering in the night. Well, after a couple drinks, the man said he started not to feel so good. And that's when the gal revealed to him that she added... Raid roach and ant bug spray to his drinks. Victim told deputies he was vomiting for about 30 minutes before they were able to call for help and became sick again while providing the statement. She left the house when the police arrived 
And oh boy. Oh, we got a moment. If you are type we two got a moment. Metformin. Well, check your feet and legs for these two things. Shut up. So she's out of the house. We got video of it. Oh, we might have found her. Shove her hands. Do it now. Uh oh, she got your the doll. Hands pocket. Put your hands up. Right Put up. your hands up. Do it now. Well, that dog's right hands on. Hands up. That dog got her. Put your hands up. You better leave that dog alone. Show me your hands. Walk towards me now. Oh, he's pulling the dog Walk back. Walk towards me. Just lose grip of it, sir. Walk towards me. So she ran out of the house. The damn police dog was needed. She was taken to jail, held without bond. Just say, is she... don't move, don't bite. Uh, did he bite you? She said, it really hurts. Officer can be heard uh, congratulating the dogs, who also got her phone. The man was known to Klein, and his condition is unclear. They never asked her why she did it? She just she just prayed, don't, don't go home with any randy gals. If a gal says, hey, you want to go buy a place and drink? And that first drink tastes a little scary? And, and you ain't... You ain't a, a, a Native American, is a feather, not dots, because them people are used to drinking Raid. It's like one part Raid, or is it 409? I heard a bunch of cockroaches will testify on his behalf as a character witness. Who the fuck does that? You know, I think tonight I'm just going to fucking pour Raid in somebody's drink. Jesus Christ. Only in Florida. Last story is about a 10-year-old boy in Mississippi. Latonia Eason was at an attorney's office in uh, South Memphis for legal advice when a police officer went into the office and said he caught her son, Quantavius. That's the son's name is Quantavius. I'm sure that's an old family name. Quantavius was peeing behind the car. Now, the mother, Latonia, says, I was like, son, why'd you do that? He said, mom, my sister said they don't have a bathroom there. I was like, you know better. You should have come in and asked me if they have a restroom. She then said the officer told Quantavius to get back inside the car, and they'd just give a warning. But several other cops showed up, including the lieutenant, who said the boy had to be hauled to jail. <laughs> Mama says, uh, him urinating in the parking lot was not right. But at the same time, I handled it like a parent. And for one, the officer to tell my baby to get back in the car was like, okay. And have another pull and take him off to jail. Like, no. He started crying a little bit. They took him down and got him out of the truck. I don't know what was happening. I got scared and started shaking, thinking I'm going to jail. The boy was not cuffed during the ordeal, said that he held his cell and later turned over his mom, he was charged with child in need of services. Now, now let me just tell you. Let me just tell you. Oh, goddamn, mama's a big one. She's a biggie. Good Lord. Um, What's black and blue and red all over? Police brutality. Don't run out of sight and you won't get the bite. Amen to that. Now, little story I have to tell that I'll end the show with. Uh. 
This is something that may or may not have happened to your uh, favorite host of a podcast. No, not Mikey, me. One night, I was uh, leaving a uh, rather uh, topless club. Leaving a topless club with a buddy of mine here in Dallas. I was 18, maybe 19. I was decked out, boy. I had my Wranglers all starched. Had some nice boots on. It was summertime, so I had my straw hat on. Nice press shirt. Went to the strip club because, well, that's what you did. And uh, proceeded to get really, really, really drunk. Drank about a case of beer myself on the way to the strip club. And then we got to the strip club, and they had, a, a, they had the loudest table wins a pitcher of Jack and Coke. Well, you know I'm competitive. So... My friend and I, we beat out a bachelor party, and we were the loudest table in the bar. And they brought us over a pitcher of Coca-Cola. There might have been a splash of Jack Daniels in there, but not much. We proceeded to drink it, and then we decided to leave. Now, the problem is that when I left, I broke the seal. I went to the bathroom before we left, and I broke the seal. Now, you know what happens when you break the seal when you're real, real drunk is that you pee, and then like five minutes later, you got to pee again. So I pee. We stand there for a little bit, and then we go out to the car where there's more beer. When we get to the car, I was not driving. And we were on... uh, We are on Greenville Avenue right by Lover's Lane. I'll never forget where this was. And there's a big Tom Thumb that's still there, grocery store. Used to be the, uh, the singles pickup spot in Dallas. It's that Tom Thumb. So we're driving. I'm like, dude, you got to pull over. I got to pee. He's like, dude, you just peed. I was like, man, I got to pee again. He's like, all right. So we pull over in the parking lot. I get out right there in the parking lot. I ain't trying to hide nothing. Do my business. Peeing like there ain't no tomorrow. Now, the problem with being drunk and peeing in public is that you do not really check your surroundings. You just got to pee. Well, I did not notice that there were two Dallas police officers that were literally parked 200 feet away from me. Plain sight. They weren't hiding. Now, I will say this about how nice Dallas police were. They allowed me to finish. And when they pulled us over, when, when, when I got into the car and all of a sudden I see red and blue lights flash and a woo, I think to myself, oh, fuck. And then I go realize, wait a second, I'm not driving, I'm cool. But the old fuck got even worse from there because both of those Dallas police officers were women. Ladies can do stuff now, and you're going to have to learn how to deal with that. Now, they, they, they refrained from making any small penis jokes towards me. Uh, But they wondered what I was doing. They pulled the Chris Hansen line of, what are you doing? 
and then proceeded to write me a $90 ticket for urinating in public. Now, they noticed the case of beer in the back seat, and they asked if it was mine, and I said, no, it's not mine. The driver was like 23. He was a friend of mine that worked at the water park. He's like, no, that, that, that's mine. So I did not get minor in possession, and I did not get uh, drunk in public. I did get urinating in public, which, by the way, I told my dad the next day, and that did not go over well. Once again, the old fart in church fucking scenario there. Those bitches were jealous you could do it standing up. Couple of bitter dykes. No, no, no. According to Pornhub, the situation is supposed to end way differently. I know, right? I mean, seriously. Come on. Yeah, that was not a fun one to explain. Uh, Zach just asked, did I pay it? You goddamn right I paid it. I paid that one. Oh, my dad made sure I paid that one. When he saw the ticket, when I showed it to him, he goes, how much is in your bank account? I said, like $200. He goes, okay, you have 110 now. Your dad has no leg to stand on. He pissed on a golf course tree in front of a woman. That is true, but that was later. That was much later in life. He was just trying to teach me a lesson there. That he did not go on. Once again, rules for thee, not for me. All right, that does it, ass family. Uh, I'm going to get out of here. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until then, y'all have a fantastic, I know it'll be tough, but Monday's almost over. Have a great Monday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Adios, everybody. The sidewalk ends and the road begins. We said goodbye on a cold, dark night. I'm not afraid to go. You bet I'm not. Where the sidewalk ends, you left a lot. Some people leave and never come back. Some stay in touch. Some lose track. Your mind kept saying, come on, let's go. You started learning what you don't need to know. Where the sidewalk ends and the road begins, I'll wait for you. In the cold, dark night, you might come back. You had to go where the sidewalk ends. Sidewalk ends and the road begins. We said goodbye on a cold, dark night. I'm not afraid to go. You bet I'm not where the sidewalk ends. You left a lot.
is outside waiting to arrest him.